You're listening to the Tigers Den Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time, available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time, available to stream across all platforms. Hello and welcome to the Tigers Den Episode 6. We have a great show for y'all today. First off, the MLB playoffs officially start on Tuesday at 2 p.m. on ABC with the Rangers at the Rays. Also, we got huge blockbuster trades in the NBA going on. We also got a huge weekend of football with the NFL and college football. All of that and more today on the Tigers Den. Also, (laughs) be sure that y'all text our new fan mail that we have, Media at auburnschools.com. Or excuse me, dot org, yes. and y'all can text yeah. us questions. <laughs> y'all can text us questions. Y'all can mail us stuff at room three one two six if you go to Auburn High School, or just mail it to the school <laughs> if you want to mail us fan mail. But ask questions, and we'll answer those on the next podcast. But anyway, let's go on and get on into the show with weekend rundown with Reese Kinder. Reese, go ahead and get us started with the rundown. This is the weekend rundown. Uh. Yeah, I hope you guys are having a great weekend, or I hope you had a great weekend. And uh, I'm just going to get y'all started with some college – or not high, not college, high school football. Uh, I'm going to get started with um, with Hoover and Mountain Brook. Um, you know, Hoover Hoover's had struggles all season long and uh, just continues here with uh, losing to Mountain Brook by 10 at home. Um, oh, my gosh. 34 to 24. That's mm. – Hoover sucks. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Yeah, but no, that's not you're not wrong, Google, because I mean, Hoover, we me and Taylor were on the phone with actually with one of their players, and you know, th- he was saying this is their worst start since nineteen ninety four. Yeah. They haven't started one and five since nineteen ninety four. No shoe fraud. So yeah. So the Buccaneers <laughs> the Buccaneers are going are going down and going down fast. And we'll see if they can bounce back against Oak Mountain this upcoming weekend, who's terrible, but yeah, and uh, team we played on homecoming, Percy Julian uh, actually got a win. Uh, on yeah, I saw that against Carver Montgomery. You know, uh, twenty-one to fourteen. Uh, they they were able to pull it out at home, and you know this is a good win for Percy Julian. I know they're not going to make the playoffs, but you know, good win for for their head coach, second year head coach, and just adds to his resume. And uh, you know, uh, that makes them makes them a little better. I don't know who they play next week. I think do they play? Uh, they play Central. They, no, they play Jag next week, so that's another win. Ah, so yeah, they should. Uh, that may, they should win there. I mean, if there was the most improved team, I know they're two and three, but seeing as how bad they were last year, yeah. I mean, didn't they? Didn't they not win any games last year? Yeah, last year they were. I think they won one against uh, Jag. Oh, they won one. They lost to Jag twenty twenty six, but they beat Smith Station by six points. So they were one and one and nine. So yeah, and then um, yeah, Auburn was able to pull out the victory against Ramsey. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Check out Blue Collar Mentality. That episode's gonna be heat this week. Thirty-five, or not thirty-five. I was looking at something else. Uh, thirteen to seven. Thirteen to seven. Yeah, it was a low-scoring game. A lot of defense in that game. Uh, if you listen to uh, Play Callers podcast, we talked. Uh, we talked to Coach Kitchens about that game. Yeah, coming out tomorrow. That's a really yep. good, really good podcast. Yes, and then uh, the last high school football game I got to talk about is Dothan and Baker. I really thought this was going to be a good game, but you know, Dothan 
Sam Broadway really showed out in this game against Baker. And, you know, is that Baker too? But, you know, Dothan, we saw it against us. Dothan was able to score a lot of points, but they still lost. And, you know, here they were able to score a lot of points, but they were they were able to pull out the win against Baker. Yeah, this was a huge surprise because I remember me and Taylor, like, thinking that this wasn't – we thought it was going to be close, but we thought Baker was going to win, like, wholeheartedly. And Dothan obviously surprised us, and they got a huge one at Central next week. Now, Central is going to be an overwhelming favorite, and rightfully so next week. But that's going to be one of their biggest biggest uh, games of the season, for sure. Yeah. And uh, now – now I'm going to move into some college football. You know, college football this weekend, a great, another great slate. I uh, just love the games. Uh, me and Taylor were actually at uh, the Auburn game, and mm-hmm. um, we saw Cam Newton. There you go. Yes, sir. We and saw Big Hurt. Frank Thomas, Charles Barkley. Didn't Andre see Andre Carlson. Didn't know where Anders both. was there. Sunita Lee. Yeah. Suni I saw Suni Lee was there. Suni Lee was there. Anders was there. But, you know, Auburn, uh, Auburn actually played really well. Uh, you know, that's the, debatable. But the ending, I mean, the ending was wasn't what I expected, and wasn't what other Auburn fans expected. Um, Brock Bowers had a heck of a game. Uh, you know, heck of a tight end. That guy's gonna be in the NFL one day. Peyton Thorne, I was really impressed with what he was, what he did. He he had an amazing game, and we Auburn definitely deserved to win that game. But you know, Georgia just. They pulled out at the end and uh, had a little bit of luck there at the end uh, with our um, with those long plays that they had. But you know, um, looking at Auburn later on in the season, I think Auburn has a chance to upset some teams later on in the season in Jordan. Air. If it's at Jordan Air Stadium, I think you'll see close games and a lot of um, a lot of possible upsets. You know, Here's what I said. I'll, I'll I definitely have to switch up. I know it's early to say, you know, and we'll see the upcoming weeks but right now i'm saying after after watching that game and not not gonna lie we did play okay and okay. we lost to a number one team okay. by seven points but uh i don't think we're beating alabama as of this weekend All so right, that's uh, what i'll say mesman highlights okay <laughs> they played mississippi state have you guys seen max play football <laughs> yeah <laughs> dang well. man yeah it's uh it's actually outrageous his defense is like almost as good as the Jets' defense. <laughs> Reese, the ball literally hit your hands and you didn't catch it. Buddy, so. buddy. Your hands are bricks, but it's fine. Max, Max, you literally guarded, you guarded like a penguin. Bro, you caught like a freaking Casper the Friendly Ghost. Buddy, Bro, the ball went right see through my you. Tip? Did you not see my like quadruple tip inbounds to basically win the game? Yeah, you tipped the ball and then you didn't catch it. That one time. I caught it. <laughs> okay, buddy. Let's stop talking about us <laughs> playing football. Let's talk about that. Sorry, uh, you football. guys uh, go to AHS Mass Media and watch Max Mesman highlights. But you know, we'll go to the next game. Um, yeah, Kansas and Texas. Uh, I'm never pulling for Kansas again. I I'm never pulling for them again to win a football game. They might. I, mean, I don't see why you're pulling them for this game. But what you know, game? This game against Texas. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Quinn Ewers is. 325 passing yards. That's actually crazy. You know, like earlier in the game, though, like in the third quarter, Kansas was only down by six points and it was very close. But then Texas in the fourth quarter just blew the game open and was able to show what they've got. Um, And Michigan, who I think, in my opinion, should be number one after Georgia almost lost. 100%. 
And um, they beat Nebraska 45-7. to Matt Rule is the worst coach in any division. It doesn't matter NFL, college football, high school football. He still would find a way to suck somehow. But, um, yeah, Nebraska loses 45-7. to That wasn't a surprise to me that um, Nebraska would lose that bad. Um, Washington and Arizona. This kind of scares me for Washington a little bit. 31 to 24, especially against a amazing Oregon team who won 42 to 6 for Stanford. For the o. Yeah, I think I think Bo Nix might run all over Washington um if um especially after this game against Arizona. And you know, it's going to be a tough one, but it is at Washington, so we'll see what happens with um with yeah, that, that game's going to be a must-watch for sure. That game should be game day next week, I think. Not, Not this, next – I mean the week the after next, next week. The next next week, yeah. Yeah. The next next week is what would be game day. Um, Yeah, and then Notre Dame and Duke. I was really disappointed. Yeah. Let's go! It sucks, for, it sucks for Riley Leonard, man. I, I watched the end of that game, man. Good news. Good news about that. He's Good not, news about that. Riley Leonard – has a high ankle sprain and will miss two to three weeks. Yeah. Good, so, for, good for him. I mean, good for Duke. Yeah. Duke will have him back by the Florida State game because Duke has a must or a well-deserved bye this week. And they'll yeah. play State next week and then play Florida State the week after. So if Leonard's able to go by then, then yeah. you might get a good, good game. I, I feel like a lot was revealed about a lot of conferences this week, but I feel like if any – conference had like the most revealed about it or at least like the middle tier of their conference was the ACC I mean you saw Clemson beat Syracuse at Syracuse which yeah. I know nobody thought like Syracuse was going to be great but I mean they're still undefeated. I mean we were kind of we were kind it, it wasn't just us it was a lot of people were kind of you know four no Syracuse a lot of people when Syracuse usually gets at that point a lot of people tend to hype them up and you see what happened Clemson Clemson uh, shut up all the hype and was able to win big in in Syracuse too. Well, not only that, I mean, I mean, it's just that Cle- a lot of people were downing Clemson. Like, yeah. After they after they lost to you know Florida State, they're three and two, or they were two and two going into that game. Uh, yeah. They were barely favored against Syracuse. They were still favored, but they were barely favored. No, I mean Clemson. They're don't look for them. They're not going to be in the playoffs. Like that's already out of the question. You know, two losses basically impossible. I don't. But, think- the ACC championship either. Yeah, but no, watch them play like spoiler to a lot of teams like Miami, you know, watch, watch them play when they play Miami, when they play North Carolina, you know. They play like, Duke. Well. You, you, you see what I mean? Like they're yeah. a team that is still, I think they're going to figure it out continuously like they did that one year where they finished like nine and three or whatever. And yes. they're going to continuously figure it out and yeah, get yeah. better throughout the season. My next game, LSU and Ole Miss. This was – did you guys watch that game? Because that was a great game. I love. I that saw game. highlights. I didn't watch it. Though. That was an amazing Five game. Ole Miss, I don't know why they stormed the field. I mean, you beat thir- number 13 LSU, but you're ranked 20th. That's kind of ridiculous to storm the field. And also, one thing I didn't like about Ole Miss's fans, um, one of LSU's DBs was injured on the play. Uh, yeah, then, I saw this. Yeah. And he came up and uh, taunted the uh, – Taunted the LSU player. That's completely. Uh, that's that's uh, very wrong. Well, Ole Miss fans were. We knew they weren't great to begin with. But I mean, no, big win for Ole Miss. The, they've kind of turned into the new LSU fans. Yeah, 
Um, uh, yeah, I also want to get you guys' thoughts on Oklahoma. Um, um, I mean, they got Cotton Bowl coming up, you know, huge, huge game. Or Red River rivalry, I'm sorry. Uh, Red uh, River showdown. Yeah, in the Cotton um, Bowl. And, uh, but – there, are they playing in the Cotton Bowl this year, though, or are they playing yeah. in? Uh, it's in the Cotton Bowl. It's in the Cotton Bowl Stadium. But there's okay. a, next week. They're they're calling for rain for that game, so we it might, might be an AT and T. Yeah, yeah, a little Red River delay. Possibly, I got you. If it's but, um, honestly Oklahoma, I almost picked them as my team huddle. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no yeah. Oklahoma. Oklahoma next week. Um, that's that's gonna be a very big game uh, between those two teams, and I think it'll be high scoring as because well. Because honestly, they have. Texas, of course. Then the rest of their schedule is light. Like they're they're definitely going to win out after Texas easily. Well, yes. no, the one game, the one game I think you say at Kansas. I know, no, 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 okay. no, no. I actually no. So I think I know Texas is very good, and that's why Kansas lost to them. But I'm saying at Kansas, like I know Oklahoma's good too. But also at Kansas, I've seen like the atmosphere there in Kansas. Like, is so you are saying at Kansas, get out of here. I'm saying no. I'm saying it's gonna be. Reese, you just said you wouldn't root for Kansas anymore. No, I'm saying it's close. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be like a a like a Kansas wins. I'm gonna say it's it's close. Like I say, Oklahoma might have a little bit of trouble. If anything, so that's a terrible take, you know. But that's common. But no, the week after that, I would say is a is gonna be. A tougher one, only because it's going to be the last uh, installment of Bedlam for a while. And yeah. Oklahoma State, Max, Oklahoma are- State is awful. I yeah. know. Oklahoma, yes, but- Oklahoma State's two and two. They're, they're, here's what I'll say though. Here's Mid- what I'll say though, Taylor. Would you would you say, oh, that game's going to be closer, or Kansas at Kansas is going to be closer? I would at say Kansas because Kansas is actually decent. Unlike the- okay, whatever. None of them are going to be whatever, close. Man. They're going to beat Texas and they're going to win. The whole pack, the, the whole Big Twelve. Okay, you're going ahead and calling it right now. We'll see in prize picks later. All right, we'll see if you stick with that. My last college football game. Yep. I never, ever, ever want to hear anybody hype up the University of Florida. Yeah, I tried to tell people <laughs> Taylor that Kentucky, <laughs> Taylor. like Kentucky, ran over them. How do you allow Ray Davis, Ray Davis, to get two hundred and eighty oh rushing yards? Broke the record. Oh, wait, he, did he break the all-time Kentucky record? I saw they were like, I turned off the game towards the end because it was a blowout. But I think so. They allowed him two hundred eighty. The record was two ninety-four, so he got close. But yeah, no, that was two eighty yards and three touchdowns. Florida still will lose. Seven to eight games this year. They're not making a bowl game. Reese, there's not even seven to eight games left in the season. <laughs> Wait, s- yes, there is. There's seven games. There's yeah, seven. Yeah. This man said seven or eight. They're and not they going to lose. They've they lost Vanderbilt. Two. No, they've lost two. So you beat Vanderbilt. You lose to Missouri, which is at Missouri. You beat South you, Carolina. You beat South Carolina. And Arkansas. You, yes, know. they're beating Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's That's – no, that's six. And they're going to beat the dogs. No, they're not no. beating Georgia. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Georgia sucks. Georgia sucks, but they'll still find a way so to So they'll win. make a bowl game. They'll be six and six and make yeah, like be... the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl or whatever. So Yeah, they will be six and six. Now I want to talk about the – I want to just break down the AP poll like really quick. Yeah, horrible. I mean, it's really? ESPN. So. First, I gotta, first I gotta find it because I can't find it all of a sudden. Did y'all see College Game Day, though? It was like, 
college game days in Texas, which obviously we thought all thought. Yes, yeah. new the new AP poll for week six is Georgia, who shouldn't be number one. Michigan, Texas, Ohio Texas State. Texas should be number one. Yeah. Texas or Michigan? Florida Texas. State, Penn State, Washington, Oregon, U.S. Michigan hasn't played a good team yet. Yeah. Yeah, Notre yeah Dame, that's fair. That's fair. I'm Alabama, sure. Oklahoma, who should be higher than 12. Washington State, North Carolina, Oregon State, Ole Miss, Miami, Utah. Duke only fell two spots. Kentucky. That's crazy North- to me. Well, they lost by seven, so I mean, I can kind of see why. All right, but with their quarter, with Riley Leonard being out for two to three weeks, I mean, yeah, they they could lose. Yeah, no, the only argument I'd say for the reason they dropped it too is like because power rankings, I'm pretty sure they dropped them like to like 25 or whatever, because that's more like how they'll do in the future. But yeah, then Kentucky, um, Kentucky came in the rankings at 20. That's probably a little too high for them, especially them playing Georgia this weekend. At Georgia, and hey, we'll see. We'll see. We'll Missouri, talk about that game later. So Missouri moved up two, and I think Missouri. Who does Missouri play this weekend? They got a bye. Hey, we'll get better. Don't yeah, we'll talk. Oh yeah, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, um, Tennessee moved back one spot because they blew out South Carolina. LSU moved back ten spots. Fresno That's- State moved up one, which they really shouldn't be ranked because they're going to go twelve and zero anyway. And then Louisville comes in the rankings at twenty five. Louisville at twenty five is a good pick. That yeah. I think that I think that's a good move. Although here, here's explain, what I'll say. Explain to me why Maryland gets cheated out of there. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That, Maryland Maryland could like, be over Fresno State. That's yeah, all no, I feel like LSU could have dropped out. Have you seen really. Fresno State's schedule? Yeah. No, play, Fresno State deserves to be in there just because they won. They were ranked the week ahead. They weren't gonna drop them out just because, you know. Yeah, no, but their schedule for the oh. re- Season they got at Wyoming, yeah, it's it's cupcake. That's a win at Utah State. That's they're gonna win. win out. We don't have we don't even yeah. Have to wait, that's not a game. question. They play all the these Mountain games West. easy. They're playing like the mid. They're playing the Mountain West. So I mean, like, what are they? Yeah. Expect? They're gonna win the Mountain West and make a probably make a New Year's Six Bowl like Tulane did last year. Somehow, yeah. you know. Yeah, the main one I disagree on is the Georgia at one though. That's just... yeah. No, the Georgia at one's actually like. Ridiculous. It make, yeah, like, it doesn't make like sense. Like Taylor said, I think Texas should be number one, especially how bad they beat Kansas. I thought the Jets just scored a touchdown and two-point conversion. Hooray. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. Zach Wilson is turning into a god right now. <laughs> yeah, you say that and then... And that man's mom's friend is in the crowd. <laughs> 23 for 31, 216 yards and two touchdowns right yeah, now. Yeah, the, the, the whole crowd's Swifty fans, and they probably don't... They probably... Uh, they probably uh, asked. Bro, I don't. I don't know if y'all saw this, but Barstool posted a picture of a girl with a Kelsey jersey on, a T Swift fan, and it was spelled K E L S E Y. I yeah, didn't see that. They probably hilarious. go up to. They probably go up to a Chiefs fan, like an actual Chiefs fan. They're like, "Uh, is uh Travas Kelke playing today?" <laughs> no, I I saw one thing. I saw one thing. Uh, well, I saw two things. One thing where uh Kelsey's like jersey. Like stock is up like four hundred percent or whatever right now. It's insane. Yeah, then we break hey, up. I have one. I have one question for y'all about Fresno State, though. Yeah, what's up? How is Air Force not ranked if they're undefeated as well? That that's a decent true. Yeah, Air Force. Who, who they played though? Who they played? They that's played. But Air Force is currently first in the division. Um, they played. Well, they haven't played good teams, but neither has Fresno. I State. I mean, to be fair, Fresno State, their main like. 
See, like, yeah, so Air Force, while they have beat up everybody they played, they haven't played – the AP poll loves Power 5 teams, which rightfully so. Fresno State has beaten, albeit they're, like, two of the worst Power 5 teams, but they beat in Arizona State 29-0, to and they beat Purdue at Purdue. Air, Air the Force AP hasn't poll, beaten a Power 5 team. The AP poll also loves group of five schools as well. Like, they love – they love um, when Cincinnati was good, they loved Cincinnati – and then they also loved um, – they loved Marshall. Bro, Air Force is Air Force is going to finish undefeated as well. What the heck? Yeah, no. Fresno those, State versus Air Force 12, and they don't play each other. That's going to be in the – yeah, that's going to be the Mountain West Championship game. It's 12 and 0 versus 12 and 0. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, and then uh, one team, whoever wins, is going to make it to the Cotton Bowl and play USC. Hey, what happened in the NFL, though? All right. Yeah, what happened yeah, well, in the NFL? Um, Lots of shutouts. Morning, or not shutouts, blowouts. I don't know if anybody watched the Toy Story broadcast this morning. I actually did. <laughs> you did? Because I had nothing to do this morning, so yeah, I just turned it I, on. I, I I didn't turn it on. I just like kept track of it, just lo- on ESPN, just looking to see yeah. who, who was winning. But you know, the Falcons are just as overrated as I thought they were. Um, Twenty-three to seven against the Jaguars. I don't think the Falcons are good. They just got very lucky their first two weeks. Yeah, if Bijan wants to be remembered, like in history books or whatever, he's got like win a Super Bowl. He's gonna need to get out of there soon. That's what yeah. I'm Desmond Ritter's not it. I don't think so. He's young. Bijan is yeah. Bijan's just so good. Like the numbers he keeps putting up is insane. But he's on you know a trash team. And I heard all this talk about Kyle Pitts doing good in London uh, for the game. I heard a lot of people saying, "Oh yeah, he could get um, like he had the last time." Uh, he had a touchdown reception the last time they played played overseas. And Kyle Pitts is the most overrated player in the NFL. Yeah, did you see that the Falcons tied in something Smith caught like uh, something for him? Johnu, Johnu Smith. Yeah, Johnu Smith caught six receptions, ninety five yards. Yeah. Exactly. Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Kyle I was play, I don't know about y'all, but I play Madden a lot. That man is a superstar X factor. That is some cool. <laughs> that is. Yeah, he was so bad. I totally forgot. He's a fourth overall pick. In 2021, I didn't know he was that high. He's a bust, bro. He's, a bust. he's, he's actually he's getting the now he's only 22, but he's he's entering bust territory. If they he don't pass it at all because he can't. He literally all he does is block, and then he can. He literally, if they throw it to him, it's just like at the end of the game, like in the Panthers game, they threw it to him and he scored a touchdown. It was just he's like six six two forty six for absolutely nothing. That's insane. Yeah, and then I want to get to a a what we thought would have been a better game, the Bills and Dolphins. If you had, Oh, my gosh. If you had – is it Devontae A-Chain or Deontay? Devon A-Chain. Devon A-Chain. If you had him on your fantasy team uh, for the second week in a row, I don't and know. And Josh Allen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had Josh Allen on my uh, fantasy team. Yeah, I had Josh Allen, but the rest of my players decided to get hurt, so. <laughs> yep. And, you know – the Bills just ran away with this one. This was the uh, return of Demar Hamlin coming back from his cardiac arrest. Good for I him. did see that. Yeah, yeah good, good for him. I don't know if he actually like played or like if they sat. He's gonna up. he's gonna win comeback player of the year, and rightfully so. I mean, you know, just by stepping off on the field after something like that, yeah. you know. You so. know what I talk about briefly is how the freak do the Chicago Bears. Managed to lose. Hey, we'll talk about that a lot later. I'm yeah. sure of it. Yeah, we will. We definitely will. But or, no, I'm the me- memes galore from that game. I mean, I think galore. I like. I think I like. I don't know what I did to my vocal cords, but like my freaking <laughs> hurts so bad. Yesterday's game at the Georgia game. Yeah, it's no, so understandable. 
So and then the Browns, they lost twenty eight to three. But I think you can kind of see why they lost because without Deshaun Watson, who was their starting quarterback? Some dude with three names. <laughs> like I even, uh, oh, it was Dorian Thompson. They started Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah, he threw three. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, three picks, no tutties. That's terrible. Yeah. He threw it to the wrong team in white. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. All right. And yeah, then, no. yeah, I don't know if we're talking about the Bengals, but, you know, if anybody I is. Mean, I mean, I, I Taylor, I know you're doing trash can today, and I honestly thought the Bengals could have been, like, our first one to get, like, a repeat on trash can. And it's only been six episodes. I mean, how bad – like, are they going to make the playoffs or not? No. Like, what, what do you all think? No. Like the Ravens are easily going to win the division. I honestly feel bad for Jamar Chase. Yeah, did you see after the game he they asked him like is are you, is it harder for you to get open this year or whatever and he was like no I'm open I'm always and then he said effing open so yeah. freaking open so but <laughs> he like looked like he was crying or whatever like bro they said Bryce Young after the game was crying yeah no I mean you know it's it's tough when you're a good player but you're surrounded by like you know. The Panthers Average aren't surrounded by bad players. It's just that they make bad decisions, and it leads to going yeah. out. Leads to yeah. going seventeen. And- I don't know. So, it, did Jer- Joe Burrow is he like the number one thief of twenty twenty three? Because yeah. I mean, he literally stole all the Bengals' money, and then yeah, and he also stole terrible. everybody's fantasy numbers by getting <laughs> points. How many touchdowns did he throw? Because he didn't throw a touchdown this game either. That's like three games without a touchdown. Threw one last game. Yeah, he's thrown, but. In three games this year, or excuse me, four, he's thrown two touchdowns and two interceptions. Terrible. Patrick Patrick Mahomes has done better. Well, I mean, of course that, but Patrick Mahomes yeah. is like we say that as they're you know tied with the Jets. Yeah. Well, I mean, Patrick Mahomes has done a little better, but he's still like Patrick Mahomes kind of throwing a lot of interceptions too. Yeah, no, but there's a lot really, of other blowouts in NFL. Oh. You know, what really impressed me today as well was Anthony Richardson able to come back and force OT. I know they lost, but no, Anthony Richardson, that's a young QB like that, that the Colts really – I'm glad the Colts got him. You know, we're not, Yeah, we're not doing MMVP today, but he was almost on my list to do it. Yeah, I like, mean – There was just so many people that doubted him coming into the season. And I'll admit, I'll raise my hand. I, I think kind of we all did. People. No, I think we all did because we had that talk on the first episode about about who would be the best the best quarterback out of all of them. Yeah. And right now, or like we said, it would be Richardson. And right now, Richardson and Stroud are the top. Right now, I think the worst one's Young out of all yeah. of them. And yeah. um, I I honestly think that Richardson's proved a lot of people wrong with what he's done, especially getting two wins. Well, did Minshew get a win? Has Minshew gotten a win for them? Uh, Minshew won last game. Minshew started, yeah, and won last game. So, But, no, I mean, I just think that it's – because C.J. Stroud, there was the thing with, like, his whatever it was, like the mental or the football IQ test or whatever. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, then that means Bryce Young should be picked ahead of him. And then there was the thing with Anthony Richardson, which, let's let's be honest, he did play – he didn't play good stat-wise at Florida. So then there was that, that they were like, oh, well, then Bryce Young should be ahead of him. And not to just like, this is a, a diss Bryce Young segment, but I'm just saying, like, they have just outperformed all their haters right now. Yeah, so I just think – I. I'm a Panthers fan, and I just think the Panthers made the wrong move getting Bryce Young. I think we should have gotten C.J. Stroud. Oh, he's I, played three games. I think we should have gotten C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud has – I mean, he's done amazing, especially today – or especially with beating the Steelers, who have one of the best defenses, honestly, in the NFL. 
besides the- I mean I'll I'll admit what my what my ranking was coming into this year. Uh I had I don't know I maybe y'all said that y'all had Anthony Richardson doing really well on that first episode, but I had my rankings as CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, and then Anthony Richardson. That was yeah, no, ranking. I had the I had yeah. the same thing. I had I had or I might have had Young ahead of Stroud actually. I think I had, yeah, I think I had Young Stroud and yeah, Richardson. and Young can get it done. It's just they I, don't I just have think the O line. Yeah, the next year in the draft, that's one thing we gotta. One thing the Panthers, uh, as a Panthers fan, I think that's one thing we got to do. And sadly, I feel bad for Frank, for the for the head coach, um, because a lot of people I was reading on Bleacher Report, a lot of people in the com or like in the comments were saying fire Frank, fire Frank. I think the one that should be fired is probably the owner, David Tepper. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's his first year. I don't know. Yeah, I know. That's why I, I, was, I, I was like this ridiculous to to say to fire a guy after the first year because we can't keep moving coaches. Yeah, so, like, and moving players like that's. Like, we talked about it with, like, Matt Corral, you know. Matt Corral wasn't obviously as highly touted as Bryce Young was. Yeah. But he was still, like, a, you know, quarterback that was expected to be, like, at least do something. Well, the funny thing and, today also in that Bleacher Report thing, it was the Panthers message board, I saw a picture that showed uh, someone made a mock draft of the Panthers, like, um, draft in 2024, and they showed a picture of, Quinn Ewers in the second round and a fourth round pick. It should basically showed the Panthers trading away all their draft picks and just getting Quinn Ewers in the second round and a, a left tackle in the um Yeah, well Quinn Ewers isn't dropping to the second round I'll go ahead and let you know that. No, but no. Yeah. He's he I feel like y'all I feel like as an outside viewer that's not a Panthers fan, I feel like y'all should keep it steady with Bryce Young and stick with it, you know, because I do feel like there'll be a time. I mean, today he really showed flashes of what he can do, especially being tw- going 25 for 32 showed flashes of what he can do. But, you know, you just got to learn how to hold on to the ball sometimes when you fumble it, because we could have won the game today. I know there's always next week and the week after, I'm sorry to say, but we're probably going to start 0-7. And, yeah. and we might even go worse than that. Uh, and we don't even have a first round draft pick next year. Yeah, that's the sad thing. So I, I just don't. Wait, actually. Oh, yeah, the no. Bears have our first round pick. Yeah, the, oh, no. that's why we we only have two picks. I think next year, which is just second round and fourth round. Yeah. Well, I mean, another another quarterback like that is playing really well. That a lot of people like didn't expect him to play super well, but Sam Howell. Like I watched, I watched bonus coverage from their game fight with the Eagles in yeah. overtime. And how through a game tying touchdown, but he was like so clutch towards the end. Like they had a minute long drive, drove eighty yards down the field and tied the game. Granted, they lost, but well, you know, did you see? He's really impressed. You should have seen the play um, at the end of the game, or not at the end of the game. Terry McLaurin, yeah, Terry McLaurin, he yeah. caught a ball, and it's so sad because he had one foot in, and the Eagles defender. Got like, like wrapped, him out. wrapped him up. No, no, he, he had his arm had his on the arm ground, on and McLaurin stepped on his arm instead of on the ground. Yeah. Oh, it was shoot. like I didn't see that. Yeah, no, he stepped like the dude tackled him, and then like his arm slipped all the way down to his foot, and then like he stepped on his arm, like on his wrist, basically, and then his foot was in. It was his foot came down in bounds, but then also his like the front of his toe was on the white, so it ended up being incomplete on third and second. Wait, Reese. Yeah. Didn't something happen in the NBA though? Yes. Or you mean W? Oh yeah. You mean WNBA? I mean, there's yeah. both. Both. Oh yes, yes, yes. The NBA trade rumor. Yes. Trade rumors and trades as well. You know, 
big trades this week, especially between um, Damian Lillard gets traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. And, you know, guys, I just want to hear y'all's takes on um, what y'all think about this trade. And do you think the Milwaukee Bucks are a uh, obvious finals contender? Oh, for sure. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, got, it's it, they have to be. Have you seen their their nickname for uh, Giannis plus uh, what's it called? Giannis plus Dame. That's their nickname for it. Uh, their starting lineup is going to be. Wait, insane. did they get a shooting guard in the trade? No, they didn't. Mm-mm. They literally so going to be Dame, got... Malik Beasley, Middleton, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. Now everybody else on the bench, everybody else is like gone. Like oh yeah, it's like it's like the Nets now. They have yes. no bench, no yeah. bench at all. The Nets and the Suns. Here's what I'll say is, because uh, I like looked at this trade for a while. I actually got the notification while I was at work, and me and my boss like to talk about like you know basketball a lot. That's like his favorite sport, and like I was grading the trade like for each team. And if I had to rank it, I'd say Bucks obviously won the trade. Like I don't understand how. They they didn't give up. Now Drew Holiday, he's good, yeah. but I think I think he's a little bit overrated in my opinion. That's coming from a Pelicans fan, which he was really good at the Pelicans. But um, second, like the second best team, and I don't even think that much lower than the Bucks. I think the Blazers, especially with the Holiday trade that happened, uh, I think yesterday, like late yesterday. Um, yeah. But the Holiday trade to the to the Celtics where they got Robert Williams and Malcolm Brogdon, as well as two first-round picks. And then they got, obviously, three first-round picks, or, or excuse me, one first-round pick and two pick swaps from the Bucks, as well as DeAndre Ayton. I mean, their team doesn't look horrible. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot you of got, young players. Also, you got to remember the Trailblazers, though. Like, the Trailblazers have a young – it's it's a very young – I know. That's, that's and the Blazers saying. got DeAndre Ayton from – uh, the Suns. Yeah, yeah. Here's the here was the trade that was made for Damian Lillard. So Damian Lillard got traded to to Portland, and mm-hmm. then or the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks. to the Bucks. My bad. My bad. My bad. You're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, Portland received Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, and two. I think it's two Monty yeah. a bag of chips. Yeah, and then Milwaukee, Milwaukee's 2029 unprojected first round draft pick. And their unprojected uh, twenty twenty eight and twenty thirty draft picks as well, and um, the Suns got Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nassar Little, and Keon Johnson as a part of the trade package as well, which are a bunch of nobodies. Um, yeah, Grayson Allen's okay, and Nassar Little's okay, but uh, Nurkic is past his prime, and yeah, I've never heard of him before. That's what I was saying. Like out of. Because, I mean, then you look at today's trade with the Celtics. The Celtics got Drew Holiday, and then the Blazers got back Robert Williams, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, 2024 first-round pick. Yeah, but also also some news about that, too. Robert Williams today, after the trade, said that he does not want to play for the Trailblazers. Well, I'm not surprised because he's center too. He's behind Aiton. Yeah, so. he said he doesn't. He said he's not going to trade. I mean, that that brings up a debate. Do you put in Robert Williams or do you start? Um, I think like 100%. DeAndre Aiton. Well, also Aiton. You start Aiton. Also, and Aiton doesn't want to be there either. So, I mean, Robert well, Williams Aiden, is younger Aiden than Aiton, want- and he, I think Robert Williams has more potential. Yeah, but Aiton I mean, doesn't. Aiton and Williams both don't want to be there. 
it just seems like Aiton doesn't want to play anywhere because he there was a long saga where you saying, "Oh, I want to get traded from the Suns, traded from the Suns," and then he says, and then he gets traded to the Blazers, and like, "Oh, don't want to be at the Blazers." There's a whole bunch of stuff going on with those two players. Honestly, but then also there was rumors that they wanted they're looking to trade Malcolm Brogdon as well, and then I guess they'll try and trade Robert Williams or DeAndre Aiton. Yeah, Aiton. so the so the trade for Drew Holiday was they sent um, the Trailblazers sent Drew Holiday to Boston. Um, yeah, and then it said the Celtics are sending center Robert Robert Williams the third and guard Malcolm Brogdon in the deal they announced, and it says a 2024 first round pick VIA Golden State and a 2029 first round pick is also headed to the Blazers. So this week I'm going to bring up the topic of WNBA again, and we have our finals matchup: the New York Liberty versus the Las Vegas Aces. I mean, we all saw this coming. But, you know, going to be a great matchup. 2 p.m. on Sunday, October 8th is game one. And, um, you know, well-anticipated. Well-anticipated yeah. game one. A lot a lot is at stake here for both of these teams. Both could win their uh, – or one could win a finals. Um, and, you know, especially with, the, with Las Vegas, with one of the best records in WNBA history. And also, I think, like – talked about last week they've won almost I, I think they've won every playoff game they've played and they've just ran through the playoffs and New York and then faced off early in the season I think I think it was close but I think New York lost New York yeah New York might have won I don't know but no that's all I have for um weekend rundown all right what do we got next Taylor blow the whistle ref <laughs> <laughs> Huddle up, because it's time for Taylor's Team Huddle. <laughs> All right, huddle up, Missouri Tigers from Columbia, Missouri. I can't lie. I didn't buy into y'all's hype about them before the big Kansas State game. But after some watching and some research of this team, I think it's time to prove themselves and huddle up. I mean, look at their schedule coming up. They got a, such a huge opportunity. They got number 23 LSU at home at number 20 Kentucky. Then they come back home against South Carolina. Then they got a rough stretch. They go on the road to Athens for the Georgia game, Tennessee, Florida, and Arkansas to end out the year. I mean, the way this year has gone, they could easily not just get top three in the East. They could, I mean, honestly, if they upset Georgia, they could win the East easily and play in Atlanta on December 2nd. Where do they play Georgia at, though? They play at Georgia. Ah, Oof. This is going to be – I am huge on quarterback Brady Cook now. He's one of the most consistent and accurate quarterbacks in a while. I mean, he has a 74% completion rating, 11 touchdowns, and zero picks. He's perfect. He has no interceptions at all. Um, And he's only a junior, so he could easily lead this team for one or two more years of his eligibility. And just list a few weapons around him. I like the running back tandem of Cody Schroeder and Nathaniel Pest, who both have two touchdowns and more than 250 yards on the season, with Schroeder already having 463 yards. But they have a receiver I want to highlight real quick named Luther Burden the third. Mm-hmm. He is definitely the favorite target with 43 receptions, 644 yards, Jeez. and five touchdowns. In and five his average games. is 15 yards a catch. And he recently torched Vanderbilt for two touchdowns. And, I mean, it makes sense because he was a five-star and the number 14th ranked recruit in the 2022 class. So he's definitely living up to that hype. Also, 
their defense is very elite, but I want to say this. They keep shooting themselves in the foot. We saw it against Vanderbilt. We've seen it all of their games. Blown coverage, just penalties. I mean, it's just little mistakes for this very – they're very young. They're a very young defense. I mean, they got potential, but they got to stop shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, if you give up – if you have a struggle against Vanderbilt, I mean, something's wrong. But, you know, I said they're young. They could easily improve on their mistakes and finish with their best record in a very long time. I can't remember a time that Missouri was good. You know, Reese was saying that they're back, but I don't think they've ever been here. But I know Max loves the hype around Missouri, but what are y'all's thoughts on this? Well, I mean, we're going to definitely see – like, they're definitely going to have to prove it these next two weeks because you got at home against LSU, which, granted, LSU is definitely not the team that we all thought they were coming into the season with with the loss to Ole Miss. But then they got on the road at Kentucky – which is actually a way better team than a lot of people thought going in than a lot of people projected going into the season. So, I mean, yeah, they'll definitely prove it over these next two weeks, and we'll see. Yeah, no, uh, I think I think Missouri. Um, <laughs> I think Missouri actually good. Like, I think they play. Uh, wait, does LSU have a bye week next week, or do they play Missouri next week? No, they, they play, play Missouri next week. week. Okay, it's uh, yeah. No, I know it's at Missouri. But no, I think that would be a great game, uh, and you know Missouri, Missouri possibly could. Uh, I wouldn't say upset because I think I think Missouri's a lot better than LSU is. LSU's got a lot of problems with the, with the corner, <laughs> with the quarterback situation. Bro, Reese, why do you always play these things during your talking? Time? I don't play mine. What? But you know, I think Missouri's good. That's all I have to say. Yeah. No, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, but no, Missouri definitely <laughs> in a SEC East that's wide open right now. Missouri could definitely easily take over, and this is definitely the year because I mean, you know, they're a young team, and yeah, we'll just see. We'll just see if they're able to pull it off. But um, well. The huddle's over. We're going. To, we're getting back to the game. Max, take him away with your <laughs> segment right now. Yeah. So today we got Max's main matchup. Go ahead and roll that intro for me. Get your popcorn ready. It's time for Max's main matchup. We've done MVP the last couple <laughs> of weeks, um, and I didn't we didn't know that one. <laughs> We've usually focused on football, you know, on MMVP and main matchup. And fair enough because, I mean, there hasn't been a lot of other sports going on. But starting on Man, Tuesday. I'm going to break my mind. <laughs> I swear. Reese, stop playing stuff. Bro. That's you. No, it's not. It's you. Max, I'm no. sorry for Reese. I don't know why we have him on the show, but it's okay. <laughs> nah, but anyways. We love you. We love starting, you. starting Tuesday. October 3rd at 2 p.m. on ABC. Uh, the AL wild card as well as the MLB playoffs as a whole start. And it starts off with what I think is going to be the best uh, series in the wild card. The Texas Rangers, who are 90 and, 70, 90 and 72 to end the year. They're going away against the Tampa Bay Rays, who are 99 and 63 overall. Right now, the betting odds are in favor of Tampa Bay. Minus one forty. Reese, please stop, bro. Like, actually... you. And the um, but the Rangers, 
The Rangers, let's just go ahead and talk about them real quick. They've won three of their last four series to end the season with a 2-1 series win over the Red Sox as well as the Angels, as well as a sweep against the Mariners, although they just lost to them three out of four games to finish off the season. Some players to watch for the Texas Rangers are starting shortstop Corey Sager, who finished fifth in the league in batting average at – uh, .327, and as well as finished second in OPS with 1.013, as well as starting second baseman Marcus Simeon, who he finished fourth in the league with hits with 185 hits on the season. And he's also the only player on the Rangers team to play in all 162 games this season. And then on the Tampa Bay Rays side, uh, they've also won three of their last four series with a sweep over the Red Sox as well. And they've also won 2-1 series over the Angels and the Blue Jays. And some players to watch on this very good Tampa Bay Rays team are first baseman Yandy Diaz, who finished fourth in the league in batting average, one oh, spot Yandy. ahead of Corey Sager. Yandy. With, with, sorry, Yandy Diaz. You're good. Excuse me. You're good. But uh, he finished with a batting average of .330. And as well as he's on a hot streak hitting right now, he has gotten a hit in seven of his last nine at-bats with a double, two home runs, and three RBIs. And then the other player, the last player to look out for, is uh, their starting pitcher and their ace, Zach Eflin. Now, I know they're most likely going to start Tyler Glass now, Tyler Glass now for uh, game one, and they're going to save their ace, uh, Eflin, for game two. But to put in perspective, how dominant that Zach Eflin has been. He finished the season tied for third and wins with 16, and he's also second in the league in walks plus hits per inning, allowing 1.02 walks plus hits per inning. This is going to be a great game. Uh, what do y'all guys think uh, are going to be y'all's takes for this game on Tuesday? Big game to start off the AL wild card. I think- um, for, for the Rays, uh, there's one player that you didn't want to talk about that you didn't talk about that I want to highlight is Randy Rosarina. Uh, he's um, awesome. he's amazing. He has 23 home runs, 83 RBIs. Um, Yandy Diaz does have the batting average over him, but I mean Randy Rosarina is also good. And then Isaac Paradis at third base. Uh, honestly, this Rays team is so good. I mean, of course you got Wander Franco as well, which. Not fourteen. Uh, you, if you know, you know. But uh, <laughs> past that, I, I I like the Rays. Fourteen. I think the Rangers have always been a little overrated. Fourteen's great. Um, they were my trash can on episode two, and then I talked about the Mariners, which it's didn't the- end very well. My team huddle did not end very well. But Rangers barely sneaked into the playoffs, and they actually didn't win their division. The Astros actually won their division. So I forgot. I don't, I don't like the Rangers. I like the Rays. Go Rays. That's all I'm going to say for now. I know we'll get some more in, more into it for prize picks, but I, I like the Rays a lot. Taylor, have uh, had or whatchamacallit, did the Rangers lose like their last, was it their last four games or three? Uh, They lost. So the Rangers lost th- uh, three out of their last four, but they still made it over the Mariners. Well, yeah. yeah. Because the Mariners choked against the Astros. Maybe they suck. Like they're actually. No, they don't. They do. No, they don't. I actually wanted them to make the playoffs, but you know, freaking Julio Rodriguez over here, like, oh, can't hit. And then, okay, so yeah, I think that the you know the Rays. Uh, I I watched them play the Braves in that series, and that was a great series when they played the Braves. And I just watched them play the Blue Jays um, earlier, 
And, you know, the Rays, I think, going in this game in Tampa Bay, I think I think uh, Tampa Bay's fans don't show up for anything. But also, I do think that with uh, the pitching that Tampa Bay has, I really think Tampa Bay uh, will either sweep or win two out of – or they'll win uh, the – they'll go like three games and win two, uh, two to one. I mean, talking on a different point in MLB – like the AL East and the NL East, it's crazy. They had three different teams. They had three teams. Both divisions had three teams make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it's the Orioles, Rays, Blue Jays, Braves, Phillies, and Marlins. And all of those teams, the pitching is absolutely insane. There's weapons all around the pitch, you know. I mean, it's just insane. This can be a great playoffs. Great playoffs. Speaking of the Braves, the only thing I'm worried about about the Braves is the bullpen pitching. I know the bullpen pitching, though. Kinda, you don't really have to worry because I know the last few games, you know, you're kind of in the later part of the season and you kind of aren't trying against some of these weaker teams. And the Braves are actually doing something that most MLB teams, probably none of these MLB teams will do, that have buys. The Braves are playing starting tomorrow. They'll get a day off, and on October third, the day of the wild card games, the Braves will be playing simulated games and letting the crowd come into the come into the stadium. And um, that gives the Braves a advantage, especially with the crowd noise. And you're playing simulated games with your starting pitchers and all your good players. So if the Braves are able to, you know, when whoever the Braves play, the the Braves will be re- just as ready as that other team is. Hey, yeah. a team to watch out for this year is the Twins. That's all I'm gonna say. I like the Twins. I like what they're doing in Minnesota right now. Yeah, but like the Twins division though is like easy. Hey. They they still would have made the playoffs if they were in any other division. So, true, that is a fair point. Max Kepler and Carlos Correa are the best duo on the MLB right now. Hottest yeah. team right now, the Twins. I haven't seen yeah. I haven't seen Max Mesman play baseball yet. So, okay, but um, yeah, no. All I'll say is I mean, this is going to be this is going to be a great series. Wonder if I have anything to say about it. The um, <laughs> the, the Rangers have uh, you know. Their team of, you know, they made a lot of moves during the season. Their team of kind of controversy because Taylor, you know, he had him in the trash can early, earlier uh, in the season, you know, and they've proved them. Not, I wouldn't say they totally proved them wrong yet, but they made the playoffs, and we'll see if they can prove them wrong against the Rays, who are favored. And honestly, looking at it right now, they are the better team. But we'll see more in prize picks later. And now Reese. Uh, why don't you drive us to a new location with Reese's Road Ahead? Yes, sir. Get into it. What's that? This is the Road Ahead. All right, college football. Uh, week week six. You know Auburn's not playing this week, so kind of a bummer. But you yeah, know, really, kind of a much needed. I don't want to watch another massacre. Yeah, a massacre. We lost. T- we lost by seven. Yeah, I'm tired of watching Peyton Thorne, though, not pass the ball. Well. What do you mean? Yeah. He didn't, he didn't pass the ball well. He ran Reese, the ball this entire well. week you were calling Peyton Thorne trash. Exactly. Yeah, he actually did good this game. Last did week on the pass, episode, pass- I quote you, I quote you, in trash can, you said, it could probably be Peyton Thorne. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can, I can second You're that, glazing also- everybody right now. Me, Max, Peyton Thorne, Robbie Ashford, everyone. <laughs> Reese, literally, you didn't even hear what I said. I said, I wish he would throw the ball better. Did he throw the ball well? No. Well, exactly. He might have ran for 61, that 61 yards. He had 86 yards passing. Exactly. He had 82. <laughs> All right, bro. All right, Reese, drive, drive us. Drive. Don't have a receiver that can catch. Okay. 
Okay. Anyways, Fairweather. Um, hello. Oklahoma and Texas. <laughs> Oklahoma and Texas are uh, playing this weekend. You know, it should be a good game. Huge game. Yeah, huge game. Uh, game day, which we all obviously knew that was going to be a good game. And then, real quick, I want to get y'all's thoughts on Maryland and Ohio State. I mean, I feel like Maryland is Ohio a State's little bit. I mean, I feel like Ohio State's definitely going to win this game. Wait, know? is Tunga by Lois still at Maryland? Yes. Yeah. Tuwadia? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Hey, Something Max like didn't that. know how to say Tunga by Lois. He said Tago by <laughs> It's I I he I can he was right yeah I said I thought it was Tagovailoa it's tank it's what is it tongue. what is it Taylor tongue. tongue yeah Tagovailoa Tagovailoa but uh no I feel like Maryland I they're definitely gonna come into this game you know this is a game that they've obviously circled on their calendar like this is how you get how you make it like in the Big Ten you beat teams like Ohio State and Michigan you know because it's really just been Ohio State Michigan going to the Big Ten championship. The last like whatever it is years, um, but I don't think Bro, Maryland's no, gonna. No, it's not. It's always Penn State. Penn State. When's the last time Penn State's made the Big Ten championship? Last year. <clears throat> they literally, buddy. Okay. I don't know Michigan what Big Ten. Made the, Michigan made the. Uh, what, what Big Ten called? championship were you watching? Bro's <laughs> <laughs> in an alternate dimension. But anyways, all I'm saying is Maryland definitely feels a little bit disrespected by the AP people, by a lot of people. Um, you know, they're five and oh, two and oh in the Big Ten. And I think this is gonna be gonna be a fun one to watch. Definitely a lot of fireworks, but I'm gonna say Ohio State's gonna win this one. But um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then also this weekend, uh Alabama plays at Texas and it has to be a good game. Yeah. Alabama's gonna win by a lot. Texas and sucks. And we'll see in prize picks. We'll see if you keep that energy in prize picks. And then Roll Tide. Kentucky and Georgia might be a decent game. I don't know. It's at Georgia. Dogs. We'll see if Devin Leary. If Devin Leary can get get it figured out, if he can return back to how he was at NC State, then they have a chance. But I don't. Hey, know. this had we'll to be fun at our watch party, brother. So that's all. Great freaking Jets just yeah. lost. No, they didn't, yeah, Reese. They just fumbled. And then we're seven minutes. <laughs> Reese, you overreact so fast. It's hilarious. Zach Zach Wilson's career is over. Yep. Like, like I'm listeners, Reese. I tell you, when I tell you that he texted us in the group chat saying, "Oh, the Panthers just lost." It was it eight was. minutes to go, and the in the Vikings had the Vikings had the ball in their own twenty-five, and it was eight minutes to go, and the Panthers were down by eight. Who, so who lost, they who lost though? They still lost, but you said that with eight minutes to go, Reese. After the Texas A&M game, you said Auburn was going to go zero and like lose the rest of our games. <laughs> yeah, we kinda, you switch up really quickly, Reese, but it's fine. We still love you. Yes, I do switch up quickly. Mm-hmm. All right, one last game for college football, though. Notre Dame and Louisville. I think it'll be a good game. I know. A lot I do of think. I do too. Taylor does so because Notre Dame. He like loves Notre Dame, and I do Lord. love Notre Dame because Notre Dame is good, and they're going to win by a lot. He probably. Hey, we'll see if we will see if you keep that energy in prize picks. I'm he probably think Cam Hartman's hot. Like for real. I mean, he kind of no. I don't know. What? Hey, what cut it out, editor. <laughs> But no, um, now I'm gonna go to NFL Week Five. I got some games I want to talk about just briefly. Um, I want to talk about Texans and Falcons. This could be a good game, Taylor. Bro. 
It's in, <laughs> it's in Atlanta. I know you don't like Reece, it. Reese, you think the most non-existent games of all time. <laughs> you talked about Louisville and Georgia Tech. You talked about Wait. Kansas and BYU. Look where that was. No, what? No, Max. No, nothing can beat whenever you said Murray State and Louisville. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this man glazes Louisville. <laughs> Like Mac, saying, oh, the Bears versus the Reece, Commanders how, how, is a pretty good game because the Commanders Reece, are on how, the how good, of a, how good of a game is a uh, Bengals Cardinals going to be? Is that a must watch, buddy? <laughs> this game is like, well, the Bengals are going to win. Five, I think the I think the Saints at the Patriots. Is like a really good game. I, I just think that will be a number cruncher, right? There. Patriots one and three Super Bowl run starts here. What, no, the Texas Falcons. Those actually like both teams are two and two. Yeah, but you just said the Falcons are trash. Yes, because they lost this week. <laughs> okay, so Reese, why, why is this game going to be? Why is this game going to be good? Because it's not on. Well, right I think there. the Panthers yeah. at, the, at the Lions will be a very close game. Right, <laughs> <laughs> throw five interceptions. Okay, but why do you think Texans and Falcons? No, I think Texans and Falcons will be a good game because I think CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud, will do what he's been doing so far this whole season, and I yeah, think win by a lot. No, yeah. and I think I think I think Desmond Ritter will, you know, this this week he did terrible, but I think he'll he'll come back and show a little bit of flashes of the Texans don't really have that good. Their defense is okay, but it's not it's not the best defense, and yeah. I, I think it'll be a close game, but I think the Texans might pull it out and win. Yeah, no, I feel like, like the Texans defense literally win. is good. There's no good games. Okay, never mind. There's never mind. one good game, and that's the only one that we have on the prize pick. Yeah, I'm not gonna pick that game then because yeah. I. I already know which one it is. That's basically it because I don't want to say anything about the wild card because that's what we're doing. Well, actually, well, no. I think the Jets versus the Broncos will be a very good game. <laughs> the Jets versus Broncos is actually outrageous. <laughs> All right, anything else? I mean, both ahead? teams will be. Are we at, are we at know, Murray yet? State at Louisville seems like a pretty interesting game to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what does that laugh, Max? What does that laugh? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was typing A's on the keyboard, my bad. But um, anyway, is that the end of the road ahead? Reece, Basically, at our destination. I don't want to talk about the talk about any of the wild card games because we're picking it in prize picks, and also we're picking like the NFL games slate is so bad that like you can't even. Like, That's how Max laughs. <laughs> Thanks, Taylor. All right, my segment, Reese, you're done. Okay, blood. <laughs> Straight from the garbage disposal, this is Taylor's Trash Can. Alright, so, you know, trash, the trash, what's it called? The trash truck, the trash city of Auburn trash company. Yeah, the garbage truck, the garbage disposal is ready to be taken out. It's ready to be inserted into the dump and burned and probably put into the um, horrendous air that we breathe. But... Other than that, all right. If you are a Chicago Bears fan, I am so sorry, but I'm not because y'all suck. Chicago, beautiful, personally been. Stadium is amazing, super nice, super historic. Patrick Mahomes is also a fraud, just so y'all know. But man, the Chicago Bears are awful. This I don't know about y'all, but. I thought this would be a very decent year for them after seeing flashes last year. And with the addition of DJ Moore, I thought their offense would be somewhat decent and Justin Fields would have a breakout year. But their coach, Matt Eberfluss, I think is his name, 
is an absolute really... joke and is trying to get himself fired. And I'll tell you all why. First off, he's really... not holding on defense. No way. <laughs> Taylor's about to explode at you, Reese. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> all right, Taylor. You Let's keep continue. going. First off, they blew a 28-7 lead in the second half to the Broncos. And yeah. there was yeah, one crazy. instance where I saw this man, his job flashed right before his eyes. He went for a fourth and one with two minutes and 57 seconds left in the game, and they were in field goal range with the game tied. With the game tied, they had a 37-yard <laughs> field goal, and they didn't take it. And they could have oh, taken the lead God. with two minutes left. I don't know what's going on in Chicago right now. They're 0-4. Justin Fields has three touchdowns and four picks and a completion rating of 58. Khalil Herbert and Rashawn Johnson only have 90 yards rushing in four games. That's horrendous. The only receiver that deserves to be named is DJ Moore, and he probably wants to leave, probably wants to get traded after he just got traded there. And this team is just flat-out awful. The defense is awful. They give up way too many points. And right now as we're recording, they're on pace – for the number one, but also the number two pick from the Panthers. Yeah. I was Caleb just... Williams needs to start looking at apartments in Chicago. There's plenty of nice ones. I recommend the Trump Hotel. It's right in downtown Chicago. But at this point, the Panthers will just – or the Bears will just forfeit, give up in the middle of the season. And, I mean, looking at their schedule, it doesn't get any easier. They got big games against Washington next week. They got Detroit twice. They got Green Bay, the Vikings, the Chargers. I mean, it's just over for them. Um, I mean, Bears fans, I know y'all are already owned by Aaron Rodgers, but I own y'all too. Y'all just suck. Y'all need to find a new team and relocate. Maybe move out of Chicago, get out of the crime-ridden city. But no shots to Chicago. Don't come after me. We have to Chicago. But at least y'all are getting a new stadium. You know? They have no weapons. They might as well just go 0-17, just tank completely for Caleb Williams at this point. And, you know, Travis Kelsey jersey sales went up 400%. Caleb Williams' sales might go up 500% because they're, they're automatically drafting him. They might even trade for the number one pick at this point if they don't get it. But Justin Fields is over. His career's over. He's probably going to try to get traded. But Please. fire Please. the coach. I don't understand why y'all didn't y'all don't fire yeah. him. He's 3-18 in his life, like with the Bears. He's 3-18. Oh, my gosh. Throw them away. They're gross. They smell bad. They're awful. They're poverty. Poverty, 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 homeless on the streets, poverty, <laughs> no food, no good water. Go back to the streets, Chicago Bears. Y'all suck. <laughs> Chicago Bears fans are also very mean, so also don't come at me if we have Chicago Bears fans. But what do y'all think about this absolute poverty of a franchise? The coach, Justin Fields, Justin McFraud. Like, what do y'all think? First, first, I think um... – the Bears fans, uh, that's going to be very hard to find after they all go into hiding from uh, not wanting to be a Bears fan anymore, especially after today. I think Justin Fields needs to get out of there and find a new team. And uh, I think that Chicago is a uh, waste of an NFL team. Just sell the team, sell the whole franchise, and delete delete that off of your Madden server and um, you know have 30, 31 teams instead of 32. Maybe add a team in Spain or something. Maybe they'll get more revenue. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need a team in London. That would actually be fine. Time that, to learn yeah, not a like Max Mesman said, time to learn Chinese, buddy. That's to the uh, bro. The NFL market zone. in London is crazy. I don't know if y'all watched it, but the market is crazy in yeah, London. Yeah, no, it's they huge. want NFL football in London. Like I, I you know I, what else I I don't understand about the London games is the Jaguars are playing again in London. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I know. Well, the Jaguars fan base is like huge there. Is what they were talking about at least 
during the Falcons Jaguars game. I had no idea that was like I had no idea the Jaguars were because like even here the Jaguars are definitely not one of the biggest teams. I mean, you got the Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, like with the biggest fan bases. Probably the Falcons are up there. Yeah, like it's just it's just surprising that the Jaguars are all the way in London because they're not even here. But yeah, but no, my friend Max Mesman said. Time to learn Chinese, buddy. This is to the Bears owner. Y'all are gonna have to make a team in China because nobody wants you in America. So leave. Yeah, Dang. this is this is what I'll say about the Bears. I mean, to put in per- to perspective, <clears throat> listeners, how like bad of a you know just absolute throwaway of a game this was. I mean, they were up twenty eight to seven going into the fourth <laughs> quarter. Like it was started the fourth quarter. They're up twenty eight to seven on ESPN. They had a ninety nine point eight chance to win percent chance to win on going in the fourth quarter and then also not even that but taylor texted our group chat which taylor understood you had kind of a busy day today so you weren't able to keep up with all the games and this was a trash game so i wouldn't even have kept up with it either but you texted us saying didn't the bears win they were up by so much and no the bears lost they threw away the game throw away the team as well um justin fields if you want to save your career like we all said you need to find another another team otherwise just start you know start learning auto sales or something like that. I don't know what he's into. But, um, you know, Matt no, Eberflus, auto sales is crazy. <laughs> Matt Eberflus is a terrible coach. And, I mean, if it weren't for the Bears having such a cupcake schedule coming up, uh, I would say they could possibly go 0-17 just straight up, not even, like, trying to tank, but just because they can't beat the team. But, I mean, they got winnable games at home against the Cardinals and at home against the Panthers and stuff like that, at home against the Raiders as well. So, I mean, they, I don't know because the Panthers defense is like actually very good. So. Okay. Reese, you don't need to keep hating on your own team, but um, no, no I, mean, I said, they're, I said, they're good. I said, oh. the defense, I yeah, said the I defense mean, is good. Okay. That was a surprise. I thought the bears can, I mean, the bears might go ahead against us and then, you know, we'll probably come back and win the game on them like they did against the Broncos. Yeah. All I'll say is we were talking about this beforehand and I remember Reese, you talking about how the fans were chanting Caleb Williams in the stands when yes. the game was still like, kind of close towards the end um but you know i don't know yeah i think honestly it's a legitimate like it's not even a conspiracy but it's a legitimate like concern to think that the bears are legitimately taking tanking for marvin harrison jr and caleb williams team up in chicago um you know so i don't know the bears honestly yeah sell the franchise and like taylor said throw them in the trash they're disgusting they're garbage and to help the Chicago Bears, go to www.helpchicagobears.com. You know, there's also a GoFundMe out for Justin Fields. Got to give this man some money to go to a different team. You know, he's got to find a taxi somehow. So, let's just yeah. uh, Chicago and, you know, hopefully he uh, does Hey, but they're throwing away. They're in the trash can. In my room, I actually have a basketball trash can, so I'm going to ball them up. Throw them in the trash can. You know, three-pointer Steph Curry. Let's go to the next segment, Matt. Woo! Yes, and now we got the – Prize picks. Not sponsored by the app Prize Picks. It's time for Max's Prize Picks. Now, this past weekend, (laughs) when we talk about the standings, I I don't even want to say my record. And I want y'all to guess how badly I did this weekend. Three and seven. Okay, what do you think, Reese? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say maybe two and two and eight. So Reese is correct. I went two and eight this weekend, oh and I'll own up to it when I when I do terrible. Hey, I'm weekend. not. I think Reese did better than me. No, Reese actually. No. Reese didn't do better than you. So. I got like four. I think I got. Taylor, four. Yeah, no. Taylor went six and four, so still heavily in the lead. 
They want to keep doubting me. They want to keep doubting me. And I keep coming up. Mike Tyson, give me the belt. Let's freaking go. Y'all were roasting my segments. Y'all were roasting everything I was talking about. And I'm come to play. Dang, bro really made it up. But anyway. Uh, bro made an edit. Bro made an edit. <laughs> Reese, Reese finished four and six. So, I mean, it's still better than me. You know, I finished two and eight. Uh, Taylor's running away. They doubted with me. It. I beat somebody. Taylor's running away with it. He's thirty-four and sixteen. And then me and Reese are neck and neck for last place. Twenty-six and twenty-four is my record. Reese is twenty-five and twenty-five. So I don't know why you're laughing, buddy. So, I have five hundred. Yeah. So he's finally at five hundred. But uh, I was there. But no, I was like, so, I was actually two games above five hundred last week. So you got worse. There you go. But uh, anyway, <laughs> anyways, let's go ahead and move in to this week's slate. Now it's a bit of a cha- it's a bit of a switch up. I know. You know, we've always done football. This entire podcast, we've done football because let's be honest, it's the main sport that's been going on, the only sport that's been going on. But now we got mo. <laughs> we're gonna pick those towards the end because that's the biggest thing going on this week. But we're gonna go and start off with some college football. And this is a game where if you're ever going to pick an upset to try and switch things up, you know, in this prize picks race, uh, this is the game to do it. Number 20, Kentucky at number one, Georgia. The line currently right now is Georgia. (laughs) I thought we were doing baseball. The over under is 48. (laughs) We're doing baseball at the end. We're doing the baseball at the end. Save the best for last. But over under is 48 and a half. Um, So I'm going to go with Georgia to win this game, even though, you know, it was close against Auburn. They had a little bit of a scare. But Brock Bowers, Brock Bowers is him. I mean, I saw some stuff saying, like, he might become, like, the first tight end in a while to win the Heisman. I know that's a stretch right now. But, I mean, he absolutely owned the Auburn Tigers towards the end of the game. And I think he'll own the Kentucky Wildcats. Because while Florida did lose Graham Mertz towards the middle third quarter, towards the end of the game, he did – start being able to throw some easy passes to that Kentucky secondary. Now, I'm Kentucky, their defense as a whole is good, but it's mainly their D-line and their linebackers. Their secondary is actually pretty weak, but we'll see how they handle against Georgia. I'm not going to say Georgia covers the 15-point spread. Uh, if it was below two touchdowns, I would say they cover, but I got Georgia winning this one. Give me them – I don't think it's going to be insanely high scoring because I don't think – uh, Georgia's offense is as dominant as it's been in previous years. So I'm going to go Georgia 27-13 to 13 over the Wildcats at home. Go dogs! Bark, bark, bark. I'm not going to actually do a bark because uh, those Georgia fans, I just hate them. Uh, so, yeah, give me the Bulldogs at home against the Wildcats. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to agree with Max here. Uh, but actually, like, this weekend I sat in, sat in, in front and behind a Georgia fan. It was so annoying. Uh, they kept like I left like it's one, once there was one minute left and Auburn had like they missed that fourth down. I left because I didn't want to hear their stupid Georgia chant. Freaking their team's so lucky to win a game. Um, but no, I do think this game would be close. It's at Sanford Stadium. That's the only reason they'll actually win this game because they don't actually deserve to win half the games on their schedule. But you know, um, I think. Georgia is overrated, but I do think they'll beat Kentucky because I also think Kentucky just played a terrible Florida team. I think Georgia wins this game 17-6. to six. I say Kentucky gets two field goals, and that's it. 
Taylor. Oh shoot, my bad. You good? Blood is sleep. All right. <laughs> nah, I can't do it. I can't. I like my record the way it is. You're about to go Kentucky. I want to right? take Kentucky and Devin Leary. <laughs> Please, I, I Please really want chance. to. Just give us a chance. Nope. I I really want to. Ray Davis is really good, but George is better. Carson Beck is actually a fraud, but George's <laughs> defense is just so good. I don't think. I mean, Kentucky probably won't have half of the success they had against Florida. Brock Bowers, big body boy. Um, yeah, he's going to get it done. I mean, he already has 413 yards on the season. Give me another 100 in this game. I got I got to go with the Georgia Bulldogs. Go dogs. Bark, bark, bark. And now we'll move to Notre Dame at Louisville. Maybe we'll, you know, split up on our picks for this one because we all picked Georgia last one. Maybe – well, some of us will pick Louisville. Some of us will pick Notre Dame. This should be a good one. I remember texting y'all actually after uh, Notre Dame beat Duke, and then Louisville became the first team to go 5-0 and on Friday night after beating NC State. Uh, I said this is going to be a good one next week, and I do think it will be. It's at Louisville, uh, and the line is still Notre Dame to be favored. They're favored minus 6.5, and, and the over-under is 52.5 for this game. This Louisville team, I like them. I've always liked Jeff Brom as a coach. Him at Purdue, I mean, they constantly had like eight and four, you know, eight and four, seven to five seasons, especially when they didn't have great teams. Let's just be honest. Uh, but they always were known for getting like the big upsets. Like I remember they beat Ohio State not once, but like twice whenever they were ranked in the top four. That was like the most famous thing that they did at Purdue. But this is also that would this would also be one of those huge upsets. And I feel like they're going to get it. I feel like Louisville at home, I feel like their offense is insane. Jamari Thrash, their receiver, 444 yards, five touchdowns in five games is really good. They're running back as well. I don't even know his first name, but I'm just looking at his stats in, in real time. Jawar, I'm definitely saying this wrong, but Jawar Jordan, he's uh, 510 yards, six touchdowns in five games. And then their QB, Jack Plummer, with 11 touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals to win this one. Upset. Uh, Ooh, Max, this Louisville, is why your record is so bad. And Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, there's there's only the only way that I'm gonna climb back in this race is if I pick some pick some upsets, cause or else we're just gonna be both picking the same game. So I'm gonna go with the Cardinals to get the upset at home. High scoring game, super high scoring game. I'm gonna go. Louisville wins this one, 37 to 34 over the Irish. Give me the Cardinals with a game winning field goal in Louisville, Kentucky. I'm going to have to disagree with you. Um, I think that Louisville is overrated. They, I mean, they deserve to be where they are right now at 25th, but they've played nobody on their schedule. I mean, NC State's all right, but, you know, they really haven't played anybody of significance. And I think Notre Dame, their schedule shows it all, especially beating Duke at Duke, which was a great game, by the way. And then a, a heartbreaking loss to Ohio State. Uh, I just see Notre Dame winning this one. I'm gonna say Notre Notre Dame wins by two touchdowns. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's close for a little bit, but then Notre Dame pulls away at the end. I'm saying Notre Dame wins 28 to 14 uh, in Louisville, and you know sends the Louisville uh, home crowd uh, home uh, unhappy. I'm gonna have to agree with Reese for once here. I think Notre Dame is just too good. I mean, they literally lost on the last play to Ohio State. They almost beat a top five Ohio State. Notre Dame's legit. They just beat Duke. And like Reese said, Louisville hasn't played anybody. They played Murray State. Georgia. They barely beat Georgia <laughs> Tech, barely beat Indiana, and barely beat NC State. 
And if you have Plummer as your last name as a quarterback, you know your doo-doo. So <laughs> Sam Hartman know. continues his hot start with 14 touchdowns and zero interceptions. I got to go Sam Hartman on this one. He's just too good. And, I mean, he's going to go perfect on this game. I mean, give me give me Sam Hartman. I mean, 250-plus yards, probably two touchdowns. I got to go with the Irish. And I, I think they easily cover. I think they actually win by 20 and show the whole world that that Ohio State loss doesn't define their season. They can still make a push for the playoff. I still think they can. Obviously, honestly, hey, just... hey, Notre Dame plays USC next week. By the yeah, way, yeah, that, that's no, that's the, the game. only reason Notre Dame could lose this game to Louisville is if they're already looking to USC. Yeah, that's the that's only way point. I can see Louisville winning. But Louisville's a good team. Don't get me wrong, but I just gotta go Notre Dame on this one. Sorry, Max. Yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm just going off a hunch, and I'm also trying to gain back uh, some points after that abys- abysmal uh, weekend that I had this past weekend. But next, we got Taylor's team huddle team, the Missouri Tigers, hosting the LSU Tigers. They're actually ranked <laughs> higher than LSU for the first time, I think, in school history. I mean, it's just insane, you know, what Missouri's doing. It has done this year so far under Eli Drinkwitz. They're at home in Columbia, Missouri, where, where notably two weeks ago, they upset Kansas State, who's ranked 16 at the time. Uh, the Tigers uh, of LSU are actually favored in this game, not the Tigers of Missouri. Nine, minus six and a half is the line favoring LSU, and the over-under is 62 and a half. So Vegas thinks that this game is going to be super high-scoring, and I don't disagree. And like Taylor said, I bought into this Missouri hype, and he's right. I'm going to continue rolling with the Missouri Tigers. They won me 10 bucks because uh, I had a bet with a friend and uh, in the Kansas State game, and they won me 10 bucks, and I got to ride with them in this game as well. Um, I think LSU, they're not as good as a lot of people are saying early on in the season, especially after that Florida State loss and then now that Ole Miss loss. So I'm going to go with the Tigers at home. Give me uh, Brady Cook to cook in this game, and I'm going to go with Missouri winning a high-scoring affair. Give me them 31-27. to 27 in this one. So it's actually, it's not going to cover the over-under, but I'm going to say Missouri wins by four points in Missouri. Um, Yeah, the last time I didn't go with Missouri uh, when we picked the Kansas State-Missouri game, I did not pick Missouri. Uh, I think I think something's got to change here. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Missouri. Um, Missouri's home atmosphere is insane. Um, and, you know, LSU, like I was saying earlier, LSU – has had a lot of trouble in the um, in the cornerback uh, situation there, and I think the cornerbacks are not good, and I don't think their defense is good. Giving up 55 points to Ole Miss is not uh, not good, and I think that this game will be um, will be a high scoring game. I say uh, Missouri wins this game 42 to 38 mm-hmm. in Columbia. I say it's gonna be a very high scoring game. No defense at all. Just uh, old-fashioned offensive shootout, and um, I, I like the Missouri Tigers in this one. All right. Y'all are going to call me a fraud, but no, I got oh, go to go with the LSU Tigers, man. Oh, wow. I can see why. I can see why. I, I know. So I picked Missouri for my team huddle because I, I think it's time for them to huddle up and prove themselves. LSU's offense is just so good. Jaden Daniels, I mean, he's amazing. I, I could I could glaze him all day, but they have a receiver, Malik Neighbors. He's so good. He's actually from Louisiana, hometown. 
I mean, LSU is averaging 551 yards on offense. I know they allow 429 yards on defense, but like y'all said, this is going to be a shootout, and LSU can just outlast Missouri. Missouri is not there yet, but they will be there this in these coming years with their insane recruiting classes. Yes. I got to go with the LSU Tigers, as Ed Orgeron would say, go Tigers. You know, I don't, I don't disagree with Taylor. I, mm-hmm. I think that's a good pick because I almost had to go with LSU. But you know, LSU. The only reason I didn't go with them is just because their cornerback room's not that good. But I can see why he went with uh with LSU because Missouri doesn't have a good defense either. But the recruiting class definitely shows. I it. mean, also Missouri barely beat Memphis, yeah. barely beat Middle Tennessee State. They didn't look. And they that, struggled against Vanderbilt. Yeah, they didn't look that good against Vanderbilt at all because they were they. I think it was like 30, 35 to twenty one at a one point. And Vanderbilt was about to score and make it thirty five to twenty eight. I mean, I I got to be honest. LSU has shot themselves in the foot with how hard their schedule was these beginning five games. Yeah. Well, we know yeah. we know obviously now LSU is not going to make the college football playoff, but. They can still win the West, in my opinion. They can can easily still win the West. Ooh, okay. Because we saw we saw in 2017, um, Auburn was ten. Auburn was ten and two and went to the SEC championship. Rank number. And if we won, we would have made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, do y'all think LSU has a shot to do that? In no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. No. No, I don't know. There's too many good teams. Yeah, but also you got to look LSU's at LSU's not going to be Bama. That's all I'm going to say. LSU's not going to be Bama. If they beat that's a fair point. I don't think they'll beat Bama either. If they beat Bama they easily. If they beat Bama easily. Yeah. But will they make the playoff? No. No, there's too many good teams for them to not, to make the playoff. That's a fair point too. Yeah. But anyway, go, Tigers, you about, go LSU. <laughs> you talk about who's going to win the SEC West. Uh this next game will do a lot in deciding that at least early on this early on in the season. We got number 11, Alabama, who's 4-1 and one and 2-0 and oh in the SEC right now, going to Kyle Field, Texas A&M, 4-1 and one and 2-0 and oh in the SEC as well. Going into this game, Alabama is favored, but only by 3.5 points. Going into the Kyle Field, the 12th man. Uh, Auburn, you know, obviously we saw they experienced the 12th man in its full force, and it didn't go well. Uh, Texas overall, A&M actually had 12 men on the field. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the over-under right now is 50 points. So, I mean, they think that this game is going to be a little bit of a shootout, not completely. Um, I'm going to go – let's see. I'm trying to gain back a lot of picks, and this could, this could you know, really put me over the edge. Uh, but I'm going to go with A&M to win this one at home. I feel like Alabama, Jalen Milrow, he's very up and down, you know, because we saw against Mississippi State. He looked decent, you know, looked way better than he did against Texas, you know, but, and then Middle Tennessee, he also looked really good, but then Ole Miss, he also looked decent as well. So I'm going to go with this game. He's going to have another down game against this A&M defense and this A&M crowd. I feel like A&M, I feel like they're ready under, uh, uh, what's his name? Bobby Petrino and and Jimbo Fisher as well. I feel like they're some great offensive minds over there, and they're going to cook something up. Max John- Max Johnson has looked amazing coming in for Connor Weigman. Uh, so I'm going to go with Texas A&M with another upset. I know this could get me to like, you know, 0-10 at this point. But I'm going to go with A&M, the Aggies, to upset the Crimson Tide. Give me them 24. I'm going to go 24-17. to I say they win by a touchdown. I say they win by a touchdown over the Crimson Tide at home. Go Aggies.
I'm actually going to agree. I'm going to agree with Matt here. Uh, I just don't, you know, you play Ole Miss at Alabama, that gives you an advantage. I know Texas beat Alabama at Alabama, but I think that was just a fluke um, that Alabama lost there. But And then I also think Mississippi State's probably either them or them. I don't know if Auburn would finish last in the SEC West. I really don't think so, but who knows. But it, one of them, uh, tech, or Mississippi State's not really that good, but I think that Alabama just had like a – that game, you know, Mississippi State has no nothing really good, especially, sadly, Mike Leach died last year. And, you know, that's really hard right. to have a coach die, like, in the middle of the season. And um, I think Mississippi State's just, you know, still trying to get over that. And I see Texas A&M, we saw them play Auburn, like you said, Max, and Texas A&M just ran all over us. Like, I mean, they, had, they were ready. And if they do that against Bama, and they did it against Arkansas as well, if they do this against Bama, they're a serious SEC West contender, and I think they are. I say they win this game twenty-seven to twenty, um, in rainy conditions in College College Station. Uh, Jalen Milrow does not have his best game. He throws maybe two interceptions, and then you know Texas A&M takes the takes a uh, good lead in the SEC West. I never thought I would see the day when all three of us picked Texas A&M to be Alabama. Oh, wow. Oh, he's the day. <laughs> I don't believe in Alabama at all. Like you said, Texas A&M, that sneaky SEC West team every single year, averaging 443 yards a game. And you talk about this Alabama defense, but how about this Texas A&M defense allowing yeah. 96 rushing yards a game? We saw it against Auburn. Auburn loves to run the ball. And nothing was working. Absolutely nothing. And like you said, Max Johnson's come in for Connor Wagman after that injury. And he's balled out. He balled out, balled out against a decent Arkansas team. I got to go with Texas and him beating Alabama. I think this will be a shootout. I remember a few years ago when Zach Calzada was actually the Texas mm. quarterback. Hey, when they won after that game-winning field goal. 2-30 game. We saw it, Auburn versus Georgia. We see it all the time. SEC 2-30 crowds are no joke. And with this stadium being 102,000 yeah. capacity, mm-hmm. I mean, Jalen Milrow is not going to know what hit him. Go Aggies. Must 24, watch 24 to 17. Yeah. Rainy we'll, conditions, so low scoring, low scoring. We'll, we'll be watching that game with high intrigue. I mean, yeah. no, like We'll be I, watching that game at my watch party. Exactly. Taylor's watch yeah. party. Everybody pull up. Listeners as well. Um, really, that's but, weird. <laughs> but anyway. Don't, don't show up to my house. Now we move. Taylor's address is blah, 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 blah. The biggest college football game, I'd say, of the season so far, honestly. I mean, this game, there could not be a game that has more implications this early in the season than this game does. Number 12, Oklahoma, 5-0 and 2-0 in Big 12 play. Goes on the road, or not on the road, excuse me, it's neutral site. It's uh, going to be in the Cotton Bowl, weather, weather permitting. But uh, Texas, number three in the nation, five and zero, could be could be number one right now. But they people, you know, as they people, they're two and zero in Big Twelve play. And this game is there's a reason that why they call this the Red River rivalry. Excuse me, my pronunciation was off there. Red River rivalry, the Red River shootout. Red River rivalry. Uh, <laughs> darn it, Max right, Mesman so, highlights. But anyway, add that, to, add that to the highlight reel. But uh, anyway, Texas, <laughs> the line right now is the Longhorns by five. And understandably so. I mean, Texas is balled out. 
in these last couple of games, these first couple of games. And the over-under, they are, when I say Red River shootout, they think this is going to be a shootout. 59-and-a-half is the over-under, and I totally agree with it. Um, this game, I don't know. I mean, honestly, because Oklahoma, they're kind of like another one of those sneaky teams. And actually, I'm just looking at it now in real time. ESPN, while Vegas has the betting odds favoring Texas, ESPN has Oklahoma with a 54.4% chance to win this game, even after they got blown out last year. Um, or was it Texas or Oklahoma that got blown out last year in the Red River rivalry? It was, it was, it was Oklahoma. But um, anyways... Oklahoma has been kind of that sneaky team. They haven't played anybody really super good, you know. But, I mean, hey, they played an Iowa State team that is not good, but when you're able to beat a team and beat a team that early and that, you know, that often, 50 to 20, you know. Um, hey, about that game, though, they struggled in the first half. It was 21-20 about 10 minutes ago in the half. So, yeah. But that's, so, all that's all I'll say. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they handle Texas. I've – Done a lot of upsets on the show so far, but I can't do this one. Texas is really good this year. They're legit. They're back. Uh, Texas is going to win this game over Oklahoma. Give me Texas to cover the spread as well, but this is going to be a shootout. Give me them 47 to 42. Actually, just no, 47. I'm going to go 47 to 41, actually, to cover the spread. Texas wins this game. Uh, completely break the over-under, smash the over-under. Uh, and I'm going to go with the Longhorns. Uh, I'm putting up the Longhorn symbol right now. Go Horns, hook them, and they're going to beat the Sooners this Saturday. Yeah, I think Quinn Ewers is a great quarterback. He'd definitely be a first-round draft pick, should be a first-round draft pick. Um, I think Oklahoma's a good team, too. I think their quarterback, uh, Dylan Gabriel, is a very good quarterback. And, um, you know, like Taylor said, Oklahoma had their struggles in the first half against a terrible Iowa State team. And... I think that Oklahoma is going to have a tough first half, but, you know, I think they bounce back in the second half. But also, I think Texas just keeps it going. I think it's mainly back and forth. And I say that um, – I say Texas wins this one. I'm going to say 63 to 56. Jeez. Jeez, oh, my gosh. Yes, I'm going to say it's it's absolutely just back, back and forth. I, these Red River showdowns, I've seen it too many times. It's always been high-scoring. The Big 12 has no defense at all. I mean, Texas had some defense against Bama, but that's about all you'll see this year from any Big 12 team. And, you know, I just see Texas winning this game 63-56. to 56. That over-under doesn't even matter at this point. <laughs> hey, we talk about Oklahoma struggling in the first half. Texas struggled against Clemson and er, – sorry, Kansas. excuse me, Kansas in the first half. But I got to agree with you all here. Texas is just way too good this year. This game is the big – like, this game decides the Big 12. Yes, 100%. Like, whoever wins this game is probably going to win the Big 12 easily. Who would be in the Big 12? Who would play – Um, would it just West, be Oklahoma and Texas? It would be Oklahoma and Texas West, rematch. Yeah, but if, if, if it permits, West Virginia, Kansas, BYU, and Kansas State are all up there in the rankings. Well, Kansas, Kansas probably would be the one because their schedule is easier than anybody that else in the But going back to my pick, y'all were talking about Quinn Ewers. I want to highlight the Texas running back. Mm-hmm. His name is Jonathan Brooks. He's from Texas, homebred. He had 218 rushing yards against Kansas with Jeez. two rushing touchdowns. I think he's the difference in this game. This The run game is going to – yes, we talk about Dylan Gabriel and Quinn Ewers. 
But the run game is going to be the difference in this game. And the Oklahoma running back, Marcus Mayer, is not it. Only 66 yards against Iowa State. And the yards rushing shows. I mean, Texas averages 191 compared to 157. Texas wins this game. They run the ball. They, throw, they, they just do everything well. Texas wins this game. I'm not going to say as high scoring as Reese. I'm going to say 35 yeah. to 28. Because if this is played in the Cotton Bowl, the weather is going to be absolutely terrible. So it won't be as high scoring as we think. But give me the Longhorns, 35 to 28. Yeah. If there was any team for me right now to be top in the national championship odds, like to win it this year, I would say Texas right now. Yeah. But, Same. Uh, for sure. I mean, it has to be. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But anyways, now we move into the one NFL game that we're picking this week. And honestly, it's it's still not a great game, but I just couldn't live with myself for not going – like not doing an NFL Dang, pick. Dang, Max, you good? Uh, yeah, no, I was, you know, figure speech, figure speech. But anyways, uh, we got the Ravens at the Steelers. This is always one of the greatest uh, NFL rounds. I always have bad blood. There will probably be some fighting during it's this right. game. But the Ravens are 3-1. On the year two and what two about and the Jets and, and the Broncos, Max? Two, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. two and I went away. The Pittsburgh what about Steelers the are two and two overall and one and one at home. Now, to note, Kenny Pickett is injured and he's most likely going to be out this game. Um, they're not 100. Mitch freaking Bisky is going to be playing for him. Who, Mitchell? Oh, yeah. Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. So, I mean, if that happens, I mean, even if Kenny Pickett played, um, I was going to pick the Ravens. They actually they don't have a spread out yet for this game or an over-under, so we're just picking this game straight up. I'm going to say the Ravens win this one, and I don't think it will be that close. The Steelers, I mean, Kenny Pickett wasn't even helping them that much, but still without your starting quarterback, your team, that's not really doing so great to start the season. Um, I think that the Ravens, like the 49ers, blow them out. Uh, I'm going to say the Ravens win this game 31-14. I'm going to say on the road, the Ravens win it in Pittsburgh. First off, if Mitch Trubisky plays, like, might as well just Steelers fans. Give it to the Ravens. Y'all remember when Mitch Trubisky won MVP? Hello? Hello? Reese, you there? Yes. Taylor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're all, we can all hear each other. Anyway. Yeah. I think. Go back, go back to the beginning of your pick, Reese. We can edit it. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I think the Steelers, uh, if Mitch Trubisky starts, might as well just, might as well just leave the stadium. Mitch Trubisky's like the worst, maybe the worst quarterback besides Joshua Dobbs. Hey, he won MVP. He won MVP on Nickelodeon. That's all I'll say. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. But. Buddy, all right. It's more awards than Kenny freaking Pickett, Kenny McFraud. Yeah, Kenny Pickett sucks too. So the Steelers really need the Steelers might need to draft a quarterback. Honestly, just get rid of Kenny Pickett. What's um, your final score though, Reese? But no, I think the Ravens win this one, thirty-five to. I'm gonna say 10, 35 to ten. Thirty-five to ten. I'm gonna have to agree with both of y'all. The Ravens have honestly surprised me this year. I didn't think they would be that good. Their right wide receiving core is. Horrendous. Me and Max were looking at the depth chart. We were like, who is Lamar supposed to throw the ball to? We all call him a running back, but who is who is he supposed to throw the ball to? Thought Odell Beckham was going to be there, but, you know, he's injured. But the Steelers fans will pack it out with the terrible towels. It will be yellowed out, you know. 
but the Ravens will easily win and move to four and one on the season. The Ravens are, I think, easily will win this division. Oh, 100%. Um, and the, the Ravens have an easy schedule. They have a very easy schedule until the last two or three games. But give me the Ravens 28-14 to because the Ravens' offense is really not that good. But yeah. they're better than the Steelers' offense. So the only, the only way the Steelers win is if the Steelers' defense like scores every point for them. Exactly. And uh, – Especially after today, C.J. Stroud absolutely assaulted their defense. Like he just, he like, yeah. Lamar Jackson will do the same thing, rushing and throwing. Mark Andrews will have a big game. Zay Flowers will probably have a breakout game today. Give me the Ravens easily over the Steelers. And now we go to MLB Wild Card starting on Tuesday. I can't wait to hear your picks, PM, this on The baseball ABC. casual. But we're gonna start. And I'll admit, I'll admit, no, I'll, I'll 100% admit, I am, I am, <laughs> I am kind of a casual when it comes to baseball. Uh, I need to watch more of it. I'm going to be following throughout the entire playoff. going to be keeping up to date. The game starts at 2 p.m. I'm probably going to try and watch at school. Um, but anyways, I'm going to say. Yeah, that school is crazy. Do your work. We're going to start. Well, I have Dillard's class last. But anyways. Um, what? Uh, we're going to start. Who's Dillard, with, Max? Uh, Who's Dillard, Max? The nightcap. <laughs> Um, yeah, back, if you're listening to this, I'm watching the MLB. But anyway, to start off, we're going to start with a nightcap game. Edit your A's to countdown scripts. We're going to start with the nightcap game, the Marlins at the Phillies. The Marlins finished at 84-77 and 77 on the year, and the Phillies finished at 90-72 and 72 on the year. Uh, the Vegas favors Phillies right now, minus 165. And As they should. Game, As they should. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. From what I've seen from the Marlins, they haven't impressed me that much although they've won uh their last three games and for their last three as well um but i'm gonna go with the phillies on this one and we're also for the listeners at home we're gonna be picking the team that we think is gonna win and then how many games we think they're gonna win it in either two or three games um i'm gonna go with the phillies on this one i think the marlins might be able to steal game two but i just feel like the phillies and bryce harper i like bryce harper i've seen him since uh since he started playing baseball, one of the older guys in the league, but definitely going to go down in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, Kyle Schwarber is also a really good pitcher, so I'm going to go with the Phillies to win this one. Bro. But give me it, <laughs> give me them, oh, give me them in three games. Did I say that wrong too? Yeah, you, you, no, it's fine. It's fine. The baddest outfielder in the world. But anyway, oh shoot, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, give me Schwarber and Harper. Uh, to lead the Phillies to win in three games. I feel like they're going to uh, – Marlins might steal one in game two. But give me the Phillies in three games to win this one. Um, I'm actually – I'm actually going to have to agree with Max. Uh, I think the Phillies are a good team, you know, but, you know, the Marlins – Marlins have kind of impressed me this year. I'm a big baseball guy. I love the Braves. I've watched every game on TV this year, watched 162, if I have time to watch them. Um and I've kept up with them all year. But, you know, both these teams are in our division, and I really, you know, the Phillies want us to play either one of them. I, I wouldn't really care. But, um, you know, I think the Marlins are really good. Uh, their pitching's good. Their offense has been good this year. But I think the Phillies, Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber, Kyle Schwarber's okay at times, you know. Eats a donut every once in a while in the dugout. But, <laughs> um, you know. Vogelback's the same way. But, you know, um, I think that uh, the Phillies 
I think the Phillies win this one in three. I say that uh, the Marlins give them a run for their money, but, you know, sadly the Marlins get eliminated first round. Kind of want to see them go far, but that's not going to happen. Phillies win. All right. Yeah, like Reese said, I'm a huge Braves fan as well. I also watch almost all 162 games if I if the time permits. But you talk about Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Harper, but I actually want to highlight Trey Turner because I remember they got him from the Nationals a few years ago, and last year he was amazing. But this year at the beginning of the year he was awful. He got off to the worst start ever, but he's changed it around with a 266 batting average, 26 home runs, 76 RBIs. Nicholas Castellanos is also very good. Bryce Harper's all right. Kyle Schwarber's actually really bad. He can just hit home runs every now and then. And he did that. JT Real Muto, the, one of the best catchers. Bryson Stott. I mean, this team is legit. Their pitching is legit. I want to highlight their three top pitchers, their three top aces, Aaron Nola, Zach Willer, and Tyjon Walker. Tyjon Walker has 15 wins. The ERAs aren't as good as they should be, but – their relief pitching is also good with names like Gregory Soto and Craig Kimbrell, Jose Alvarado. I mean, th- this team is very deep. Matt Strom as well, Jeff Hoffman. The Phillies are really deep. I like the Marlins. Like Reese said, they're a good team. You know, Lu- Luis Areas with the best batting average in the MLB. Um, they have someone named De La Cruz that's really good. Jorge Soler, always a power threat. And we saw that in the World Series a few years ago when the Braves won. But give me the Phillies. The Marlins pitching is not it, not it at all. And the Marlins are always awful when they go away. They're actually 38 and 42 when they go away. So give me the Phillies pretty easily. I'm going to say the Phillies win it in two. I just don't believe in the Marlins, especially their pitching. You know, they have Alcantara, but after that, they have Jesus Luzardo, who I just, I just don't believe in that much. So give me the Phillies in two games. Alcantara is actually out for the playoffs. Even worse. So there you go. But uh, anyways, we're going to move on to the Blue Jays at the Twins, the 330 game on ESPN. The Blue Jays finished the season at 89 and 73 and are 46 and 35 when I'm going on away games. And then the Minnesota Twins, or yes, the Minnesota Twins, they are currently um, 87 and 75 on the season. Finished finished off strong, you know, winning four of their last five games, and they're forty seven and thirty four at home. Um, the betters are favoring Minnesota, but not by a lot, minus one ten. Um, so right now, you know, I heard, I overheard, I remember you saying earlier, Taylor, you said that you think that the Twins are the team to look out for right now. You know, finish the season off strong, uh, and I'm gonna have to agree with you. You know, I feel like the Twins. Carlos Correa, you mentioned him. He's really good right now. Um, I like Guerrero as well, the first baseman for the Blue Jays. Um, he's really good. But I'm going to go with the Twins. I just think they have better pitching than the Blue Jays do. Um, and I'm going to go with the Twins to win in two, actually. I think the Twins get it done pretty easily. The Blue Jays didn't finish the season off that well. They lost their last two series. So I'm going to go with the Twins to win at home two games in a row to move on to the next round. Um, uh, I understand the Blue Jays didn't finish the season off well, but you know, I the Braves faced Toronto early in the season, and you know, I was really impressed with what Toronto did to us, especially being the base, best team in baseball. Uh, I I just I gotta go with the Blue Jays here. I just think the Twins division is not it's not a good division playing teams like Kansas City, Detroit, Cleveland, and the White Sox. All those teams are fraudulent and terrible. 
and I just think that the Twins had the easy way, and the the Blue Jays will show that. I, I do think this will be a pitching pitching series. Um, for that first game, the Twins got Pablo Lopez on the mound, which he's a great pitcher. When the Braves faced him, uh, the Braves Braves had a little trouble early, but then got it done later in the uh, later in the game. Uh, and he ended up giving up seven runs. Did you say starting for the Blue Jays in game one? No, he's starting for the Twins in game one. All right. Nobody, they don't know who's starting for game one uh, for the Blue Jays. Um, but um, the Blue Jays also have good pitching as well. Um, I love Kevin Kevin Gossman, former Brave. He's a great pitcher. Um, and I, I, I just see the Blue Jays out of this one and then um, going to the uh, ALDS. So, I know I said earlier that the Twins were the team to watch, but I actually just found out that Carlos Correa will not be playing in the last Oh, no. So, and Max talked about the Twins pitching being better, but no. The, the Blue Jays pitching is so much better. Chris Bassett, Kevin Gossman, Jose Max. Barrios, they were one of the best relievers in baseball. Jordan Romano with 36 saves. Eric Swanson with 36 holds. I mean, I, I, I love the Blue Jays. Bo Bichette, Vlad, Vlad Jr., you know, all the big names. George Springer. Whit Merrifield, Matt Chapman, all great players. Alejandro Kirk. I could go on and on about the Blue Jays. I, I, the Twins roster without Carlos, Carlos Correa, I just don't believe in it at all. Um, you know, Sonny Gray and Pablo Lopez, like you said, are very good pitchers. But Max Kepler, uh, most overrated player in baseball right now. You know, he's young. He can be good. But the Twins just are not it. And it shows because the tickets are only $14 to a playoff game. So They never show up. Yeah, they never. That's one bad thing. So, the difference between twin the Twins and the Phillies is the Phillies tickets are $173 because the Phillies fans always pack it out. But Twins fans never pack it out. Like you said, their division is awful. They're good. They have a good record at home, but I just got to go the Blue Jays here. I'm going to yeah. say the Blue Jays in three. I think the Twins steal a game. I, I think the Twins steal game one, but the Blue Jays come back game two, game three, win the series. Oh, shoot. I forgot to say, I forgot to say who, who I was going to win and how many games. Uh, yeah, I think the the uh, Blue Jays won in two. Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't know about uh, Correa being out. If I knew that, I probably would have. Well, you got to do your day. research, man. But, um, yeah. I know. What is he out? What is he out? Well, um, ten day IL. We're going to next game. We're going to what? before we get to the last game is the Diamondbacks at the Brewers, the six p.m. ESPN two <laughs> matchup. Uh, the Diamondbacks come in at eighty four and seventy eight. 41 and 40 went away, so not really good road team. And then the Milwaukee Brewers come in at 92 and 70, and 49 and 32 went at home, so very good home team. Um, this game is interesting because the Diamondbacks are kind of like a surprise team throughout the season. Not a lot of people; they're usually not super good, um, and a lot of people didn't think they were going to be super great this year. But um, no, they got they got some good players on their team. Christian Walker's really good. Corbin Carroll. I remember seeing some stat. I can't remember exactly what it was. But I saw it on Instagram. He was like the first to do some sort of stat. He's a really young player, young star. But I'm going to go with the Brewers on this one. And I just feel like they're more experienced. This Diamondbacks team is pretty young. And they got a couple of injuries coming into this game. Um, there's actually not a spread for this game. But I'm going to go the Brewers in two. Um, I just believe that the Diamondbacks aren't as experienced, not only when it comes to co- playing in the playoffs, but also when it comes to just their team in general. So I'm going to go with the Brewers winning in two. Uh, go Milwaukee. Um, yeah, I'm I'm going to be this. I'm going to go with Max as well. 
But, you know, I'm going to change it up a little bit. The Brewers, uh, Brewers are a very good team. Uh, the Braves played them, obviously, several times, and the Braves hammered them. The Braves hammered everybody this year. But, um, you know, the, the D-backs are a very young team. Uh, I like Corbin Carroll, a great player. I actually went to the Diamondbacks and Braves game um, in July, and, you know, it was a great experience um, to watch that uh, to watch Corbin Carroll play. What a fast player. Never seen a guy so fast before. Um, and, uh, you know, he's he might win rookie of the year. And, you know, Corbin Carroll will help the Diamondbacks, but won't or what won't help the Diamondbacks is uh, the pitching. Um, the Diamondbacks pitching has had their struggles this year. And just gonna Zach Gallen is the only good pitcher on that team. And, you know, Spencer Strider honestly should win Heis- or Heisman. Not Heisman. Not Heisman. Cy Young. Cy Young. They no, he didn't. Oh, my God. But um, Zach Gallen, you know, they're going to meet Rydham until he wins it. Um, but, yeah, I, the Brewers pitching is just elite. Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff. I think Brandon Woodruff's still on the team, I'm pretty Julio sure. Julio Teron. But I think I think that uh, – yeah, and Julio Teron too. But I think um, – I think the Brewers win in three, actually. I think the Diamondbacks, you know, kind of give them a little fight. The Diamondbacks are kind of like a team like the Marlins, but the Marlins are a little better. But I think they I think they give them a little fight. And don't forget, tomorrow the Marlins do play. They do play that suspended game in the ninth inning. And if they it's in the ninth inning right now, that suspended game is against the Mets. So if they win that, they'd be 85 and 77 going to play the Phillies. So they'd have one more game up on the Diamondbacks. So would it change the matchups or no? No, it it doesn't change the matchups. It's already the matchups are already set. It just changes the record is what it would do. All right, I'm gonna be boring. I know I usually go a separate way from y'all, but I just believe in the Brewers this year. I love Christian Yelich. He's probably one of my favorite players in the MLB. He had an MVP caliber year, and then he kind of fell off, but he's kind of back. You know, uh, 270 average, um, 19 home runs, 76. RBIs, this is not a home run team. If you're looking at home runs based off the Brewers, they are not a home run team. They're a grit, old-school baseball team. Get on base, get a hit, drive them in. Willie Adames is really good at shortstop as well. And William Contreras, former Braves, shout-out. He's balling out right now with a 291 average and 157 hits. I got to go the Brewers. And like you said, Corbin Burns uh, for the Brewers and Freddie Peralta. Freddie Peralta is very good. Um, I think he's actually one of the front runners for NL Cy Young as well. I just got to go the Brewers here. I love that the Diamondbacks made it. I love that there's a different team, you know, and they're a very tough division with the Dodgers, the Giants, and all those teams. But give me the Brewers in two easily. I, I got to go the Brewers here. And now we move into our last pick of the day of the podcast of the night. Um, now my main matchup, the Texas Rangers – at the Tampa Bay Rays. The Texas Rangers come into this game 90-72, and 72, but 40-41 and 41 went on the road. Not really good. And they go up against the Tampa Bay Rays. That's not only 99-63 on the year, but also 53-28 and 28 went at home. Uh, they got a really big home field advantage. I know they play in that dome, uh, Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays are a pretty, pretty big favorite, minus 140 according to the betting odds right now. And I talked about it earlier, and I think that the Rays are going to win this one. I mean, just the fact that, you know, Taylor also had them in their trash can earlier in the year, 
I know they've kind of improved. I had the Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers. Yes, the Rangers. Excuse me. But um, they've kind of improved since then, but not really. I mean, Adalas Garcia and Corey Sager are really good, <laughs> along with uh, the other player that I said. Um, frick, what's his Marcus name? Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon, yes. Excuse me. Marcus Simeon as well. But I don't think their pitching is not great as well. You know, it really hasn't done very good. And so I'm going to go with the Rays. I know that they are starting Tyler Glass now, but um, or Glass no, excuse me. And Zach Eflin, Zach Eflin's going to come up big as well. I do think this is going to be a three-game series. I think that the Rangers will steal one either in game one. I feel like they're going to win game one, and then Tampa Bay is going to win the next two. But give me the Rays at home to win this series to start the playoffs off strong. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the rain or I'm gonna go with the Rays. I I just the Rangers the Rangers, you know, like you said, Max, they they don't have the the pitching. They have the offense, but the pitching really hasn't been there. Uh losing like Taylor said earlier, losing their uh last three out of four um to the Mariners who should have made the playoffs, but you know, sold against the Astros. Somehow the Astros won the division. Um but, you know, the Rays, um I, I just see them winning, um, especially, I mean, it's at their place, but the Rays don't really have a lot of home support, sadly. Um, I, I think the Rays win this. Um, I think the, the Rays win the first game, the Rangers strike back in the second, and then that third game the Rays win, and uh, the Rays move on to the ALDS. I got Tampa Bay. Um, I got to be boring again. I, I have to agree with you all. Um, being in the AL East for the Rays, if they were in any other division, they would have easily won, easily made the playoffs as a two seed. But, you know, they were in the same division as the Orioles, the Blue Jays, Yankees, and Red Sox. Red Sox are poverty, but we won't go into that right now. But I, I, I got to go the Rays. At the beginning of the year, I really thought the Rangers could make a World Series push. You know, they signed Jacob deGrom. They signed Corey Seager. They signed Marcus Simeon. Uh... Frick, 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 Frick. What's his name from the Nationals? Max Wilson. Max, Max Scherzer. Two eye, different, two different colored eyed, goofy boy. <laughs> but you know, Jacob Degrom, season-ending injury in preseason, and Max Scherzer. You know, we all know how that turned out. But I, yeah, I got to go the Rays here easily. Tyler Glasnow is a really good pitcher. Um, I, I just don't see a world where the Rangers even make the ALDS. Um, I didn't think the Rangers would even make the playoffs, so the fact that they snuck in here, yeah, uh, props to them. But give me the Rays. I think Yandy Diaz hits about five home runs in two games. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that's gonna do it for the Tigers Den episode six. We hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Be sure that you rate us five stars on Apple, <laughs> or Spotify, whatever you're listening on, as well as be sure to. Email us uh, at hsmassmedia at auburnschools.org. Any questions or any anything you want to say to us, and we'll talk about it, shout you Recommendations out. Recommendations for sports. What'd if we don't talk about something that y'all want, let us know, like soccer, tennis, anything. Yes, any recommendations that y'all have, just email it to us. That's hsmassmedia at auburnschools.org. But that's all I have to say. That's all we have to say. Bye, and bye, good bye, night, bye, and bye. we Max hope y'all enjoy this week of sports. Crazy. Go Duke! Go Tigers! (laughs) Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Tiger Stand Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. 
Also, be sure to check out our other podcast, Play Callers, where we interview a coach from Auburn High School football. Be sure to check out those episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central on all platforms.